Welcome back to Mr. Bet on You, the weekly Sunday show for gig drivers, DoorDash, or whatever apps you work. I'm Pedro. Listen, all this week, mostly what you saw from content creators within this space is I feel like everybody talked about the, the gig strike. I got some opinions. I went live for seven and a half hours. I said some crazy stuff. Not crazy, but for some of y'all, like I was really in my bag. Um, if you guys can hear me, hit, the, hit, hit a thumbs up in the chat if you can before I before I get into tonight's show, what we're going to talk about. Um, I think we're live. I can't tell. I think there's a delay. Heard. Okay, you guys can hear me. Cool. Okay. Um, Okay. So, everybody this week talked about it. I saw some great streams, some great videos. I, I got introduced to content creators I never knew existed because, you know, when you when you look at certain things, the algorithm is going to point you in other directions. I think a lot of people that were part of this or created it feel like they won. I, I think a lot of people feel like this was good. I saw a lot of really happy, passionate people talking about and participating in the strike. I'm going to show you guys some videos. We'll go over some things. If you go on YouTube, what you would see. Clearly, in my opinion, because this is the third going on three years on YouTube. This is the fourth or fifth strike that I've heard about. And made, I made a few videos in the past. I want to be very clear. I'm going to give some, I'll mention some names. I'm going to give some credit. I'm looking to have some people come up on the live tonight. Um, I am extremely anti-protest and strike. I'm going to get into that tonight. I am looking for people that are pro-strike, pro-protest, or anybody that actually participated physically. I'm looking for those people to come on the show tonight. If you agree with me, or if you're like, Pedro, no, we can't strike an app, I'm really not interested in having you on the show for the first segment. I'm looking for people that say we should be doing what we're doing. I do want to give some credit. I'll give some credit where credit is due. This isn't going to be negative. I'm not going to be yelling and screaming at people. But I think it's important to talk about it for various reasons. Um, but I'm going to be in the minority, I think, of, of a lot of people. Or maybe it's split. I don't know. A lot of things in this country are very split. Very, We're very divided. And I'm, I'll get into some things. We're going to get into that. Okay? So appreciate everybody for that. Here, if you haven't hit the thumbs up yet, there's 110 people watching. There should be 110 thumbs up. We need to get this out there um the two content creators that i attributed which is i means i tagged them i have a lot of respect for um for various reasons we can you know just because i might not agree with tactics or lingo doesn't mean i can't have respect so uber gpz i think is mic drop barbecue right now he changed his name but uber gpz and torsten from the rideshare professor a lot of respect for both of you gentlemen if you even see this clip whatever a lot, of, a lot of respect. I think, like I was saying, I'm going to ramble. This monologue isn't scripted, but just in the beginning, and then we'll get into the show and you guys. I think this was the most successful one. I have to give them credit for that. The other strikes that, that I've commented on and had opinions on, uh, one for Thanksgiving. I think there was one for the last couple of Thanksgivings and other holidays. St. Paddy's Day, I remember that. Or I felt like did not get as much media coverage. So that's trending for them in the right direction. And I think a lot of you might agree with that. I think I think more people talked about it. I talked about this one more than the other ones. I definitely feel like people were 
having an opinion on it and talking. And talking is good. Conversation is good. We don't have to agree, but we can come to the table with facts, opinions, our perspective. Because the thing about the economy is there's so many different people that work it, and they've been working it for a little bit, a lot, forever. So your opinion and your reality of these strikes or protests are going to be different for those reasons. So, um, like I said, looking for somebody to come on the live. I'm going to share the streamer link here shortly after we look at some videos and just scroll through some things and mention some things that participated in it or is really for it and thinks that this is going to be what we need to do to feel better about the apps. I think that's the best way. We want to feel better. There's so many things. You can talk about money. We can talk about safety. Some things are controllable, not controllable. Money, safety, transparency. Um, those are really the big three, right? And rideshare driving is very different than food delivery. I've done both. Um, Giggal, thanks for the $4.99. Thank you very much. Hit that thumbs up, people. I want to get some people in here. I've done both. I've done rideshare and food delivery. So it's very different. But I think some of the complaints are the same. Transparency is the number one issue for most people, I think. We should know what we're picking up, how much we're getting paid. We should know who we're delivering to. There should be names, you know. Money, probably right behind that. And they kind of go hand in hand. And safety. Those things, rideshare, food delivery, we all deal with it, right? So me sitting here being very anti-strike, very anti-protest, I'll give my reasons, but I want to have somebody to talk to that is the opposite side. So when I have that streamer link there, if you feel very differently, especially if you protest, I want to have a really good dialogue with you as to why and what you think is going to happen from this. Is this going to be a trend upwards? Before I get into that, I will share some opinions that are going to tickle some of y'all. It's going to piss some of y'all off as well. I'm going to use some words. Y'all know I don't hold back. Before I get into that, let's look at these videos and I'm going to say what's up to you guys. So like if I pull up YouTube, because I think what a lot of this is we want the consumers to be informed as to what's going on, right? The more media, the more consumers, customers know about it. Drivers are drivers. Most drivers don't even didn't even know about this, right? But the ones that are watching YouTube and that are on Facebook and Reddit, those, a lot of them probably did, but most probably did not. Great, great. I appreciate that. Super chat alert. Thank y'all. The really what y'all can do is hit them thumbs up so we can get people in here. All right. I'll get into to the um, uh, live chat in a minute. I'll say what's up to everybody. Okay. So let me go ahead and pull up this for you guys. So if you type in like gig strike or DoorDash strike or any of those things, you're going to see a lot of content. I've already named the two people that I thought handled it the best. There's actually one more. There's, and I like to give credit where credit's due for the content creators. Even if they're bigger than me or smaller, it doesn't matter. I've been doing a lot of that. We'll get into that at some point too. Uh, Torsten, he's the guy. He's the number one dude that's pushing this. Mike Drop, Barbecue, Jeff, Z. And there's a channel called The Handsome Liberal. Just kind of found him more. I knew about him, but been watching. He's been covering it and covering it very balanced. I like him a lot. The Handsome Liberal. Go check him out. So those are the three people I'm going to credit for talking about it the most in a positive way, like it was a good thing. So let's bring up, um, I'm going to share my screen. So if you go to YouTube. Um, there might not be audio here, but you guys don't need that. You guys should see a second. Hold on. If you type in gig strike, for example, right? This is the first things that are going to kind of pop up. Okay. So I'll scroll just a little bit. Just bear with me. Okay. A lot of news media, news media, news media, you know, things from a year ago, two years ago, current things, you know, that's three years ago, two years ago, four days ago, four days ago, um, four days ago. You're going to find all kinds of stuff, right? Five days today. The Today Show, five days, a uh, news nation, right? 
if I go in here and I type, so that was gig strike. If I type, ooh, like if I type, if I try Uber strike, I'll get some more, a lot of coverage, some of the same things. And you're going to have some shorts. You might have some content creators, but what's funny is if I'm, if I'm a consumer, I get the news, right? I don't know about content creators if I'm a most consumers. Now I know about some of the gentlemen I named, right? So all their content basically will go to Uber GPZ first. I think it's called Mike Drop Barbecue, the Mike Drop Barbecue. I'm sorry. He's going to be all all his videos that are current are going to be about that mostly because it's a big deal in the Rysher community. Lyft gaslighting, Uber Lyft exploit, Uber Lyft protest. I mean, some great views on these uh, these videos. Jeff January 26 podcast, the protest, um, best fares, um, all kinds. Of, then you see other people. Right, your rant. I mean, a lot of people talked about this. I mean, a lot of people. The other content creator I mentioned, I'll bring him up real quick, and then we'll get into my opinion. And I'm looking for opposite opinions tonight. So if you go to Right, your professor, I mean, that's all he talks about basically over the last week. Okay, so here, here's his videos. Um, Uberlift stickers for striking. No luck, no luck. This is the video with the map. There it was, was a big one for him. Desperados, ants, and pigeons. So I'm a desperado. I'm an ant and I'm a pigeon, according to this gentleman, which is okay. Mike Bender, the gig workers answered. We plan ahead. Uh, AK views on this video right here. This is a good one. I watched this one three days ago. Really, it's a, it's a good video. All right? Okay. Um, and then you see some other content. I mean, there's so many new content creators that I've seen throughout the last couple of days because, because I was looking for content. I was looking to see the opinion of other people, right? Um, all right, let me go ahead and remove that. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, there we go. All right. All right, let's see who we got up in here. Hey, Pedro and friends, dashing across America. Chuck, what's up? Rideshare Rodeo, Steve, Canada Club Chicago, Nathan, uh, Nathaniel, what's up, what's up, what's up? Um, I was wondering what's that. Let me, let me go up a little bit. I want to I wanna see if anybody's in here that would like to chat. Rideshare Rodeo, appreciate the 999, man. Thank you very much. Go ahead and put that up on the screen. Cray Cray and Gig Gal, appreciate y'all. I see uh, Jason, Eric, Princess and Sarah, Bala, Gig Bell Tolls, um, Kevin, Raz, what's up, Penny, Will, first day to be back on Dodash in 2024. I love that I need to take a pick twice. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy, isn't it? I deliver with Ellen. How you doing? Um, Leonard, I have an uh, Applebee's and Chili's in my market. Everything else is local. Bud Soda, what's up, what's up? Um, Pedro, do a bit on summer gas prices. Yeah, it's not in the summer yet. Uh, just think if the government says Samantha does decide that this is no longer work how you want and they make it a W-2. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Um, literally, only thing that we could do as for strikes go is that we all go online and no one accepts one order. It says SKM. Okay. All right, all right. Okay, so we are here, says Robert. Okay. All right, all right. The Monster Nomadic. What up, what up, what up? Appreciate all y'all. Okay. So, um, I'm looking for, so let me let me go into a, a minute monologue. And I'm looking for people that either protested that day, didn't work, were the people that were in other people's live chats or my chat saying, hey, I, you know, I stand, I want to strike, I want to strike, I want to strike, this is good, this is good, this is what we need to do. We need to put Uber in, 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 and break them down and make them pay more. We need it. We need it. We need it. You, it's almost like a, you, like we want a union. It's like pro union in some cases. I want those individuals because let me go off for a second. I think these strikes are absolute garbage. 
I'm going to say that sentence one more time. I think these strikes and these protests, whichever, are absolute dog shit. A big fat dog in my front yard took a big shit on my yard. That's how I feel about it. I'm very strong and very passionate like these other gentlemen, just in the opposite way. So this is why. And then I want somebody to debate me about that. If nobody comes up, I'll end the live. Because I, I don't want to, I don't, what, I, what I don't want us to do is sit there and hold hands and sing Kumbaya because everybody else just did that this week. We don't do that over here. I'm taking the far other side on this. This is why. When I see, and we talk about us being divided as a community, we talk about, you know, not everybody's going to be happy. It's work. You can go to W2, whatever, any kind of work. And good, good employees, happy employees, bad employees, sad employees, mad employees, crying employees. It's every even even professional athletes that are getting paid millions of dollars, you got the guy at the end of the bench doesn't like what he's doing, thinks he's underpaid, and you got the other guy, everything's great. So in any way, when people are making money, you're going to have a difference of opinion. Let me tell you why I stand where I stand. When I see people in Seattle, New York City, some people in California, while some people like the changes of legislation and the things that they did and the protests that were signed and all the people in California signed all these things and all this stuff to get their their benefits and all that stuff, you have a mixed bag of it works for me, it's not works for me. What I'm seeing right now basically is we're raising the bottom. So that means, and this is just gonna be hard for some people to hear. And I'll say this first, Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, we know these are billion dollar companies. We know they don't treat us as well as they could maybe, as well as they should. And they don't really understand what we go through because we're not W2s, we are a, number to them they they physically don't even see us they don't even know what our what my voice sounds like they don't know that i have a kid where the w2 they know those things anyways we have people that are striking these people want to be employees they haven't figured it out or they figured it out and they just want to get the attention of the week and I, i'm saying these words and i mean that this is not for effect if you can't make this work for you you're weak you're weak in two different ways. Either your market sucks, and that's not your fault, but you're too weak to adapt and go back to a W-2. You don't want to solve your pride. You've been driving Uber for 10 years, and I just can never go back. You're weak if you can't make it. If your market isn't sustainable, you're weak that you haven't realized it, and you continue to do the same thing, and you want a pay raise from a gig app. It doesn't work like that. A lot of the people that I mentioned that are passionate and very strong and that I respect, these guys are doing just fine. They got a lot of money. They're doing just fine because they're not weak men. Torsten's not weak. Jeff is not weak. The handsome liberal, not weak. These guys are strong individuals. They're businessmen. They're smart. On this channel, I've always said, I want to make y'all like these dudes. I want, I want us to uplift together. I don't want to pacify. I don't want to give you a hug. I don't want to sit in a parking lot with you and you lie to me that you got deactivated 12 times. That's bullshit. That's not true. A lot of people right now, are mad and angry and we're getting emotional and in this country the loudest ones aren't always right and i saw a lot of loud people including myself this week and they think they did something i want to see what you guys think you did media attention off the chain i give you that but the best case scenario is if we even get to the table you think they're going to give us more money it's not going to happen good night okay I'm right in the middle of it, babe. Sorry. Okay. I love you. I thought I said goodnight. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Family first. All right. I didn't know that I'm coming down. 
Um, I totally lost my train of thought. I'll get it back. Um, Torsten the goat. Okay, I, this ain't shots at any of these gentlemen. This is my opinion. I gave them their flowers and their respect in the beginning. These guys are fine. My point is, the people that are always loudest don't mean you're right. You're just loud. I'm, I'm loud. So if we win, we get legislation, right? Because the news cameras, blah, 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 they, they would then get to the politicians and politicians can see votes and let's get into these, you know, and that's what would happen. Oh, I see Jeff in here. I'm going to put the link in just a minute. If we win, that's what we get. We get legislation or like Jeff says, maybe the consumers are more educated and then they might tip more or you can take them off book. Jeff talks about that. He talks about getting personal clients. He talks about exchanging information, right? That could be a win. But in my opinion, if we win, we probably get legislation. And then everybody that can't make it is making a little bit more and everybody doing okay is going to go down and everybody is on the same playing field. Is that what we want? Do we want all drivers to make the same? Is there no personal responsibility of skill level, better customer service, a cleaner car? Do we want some of these drivers that are making shit money driving an old raggedy car? They're complaining they can't make money. Do we want them to get a pay raise? I don't. Not at all. I do not want that. There's nothing about that that I want. All right, I'm going to put the link in. I'm going to pin it. And I'm looking for people that want to protest and want to strike. I want to talk about the future. I want to talk about what we're trying to achieve, what we think this did. I think this was the best one. I think this was the best one. But where do we go from here? What are we trying to achieve? What do you think that will look like for the community as a whole? Benefit or would it be a negative long term? That's what I want to talk about. So let me go ahead and pin the comment, pin the link. And I would love for Jeff to come up. Let's see, so let's go in there. Let's go in here. Um, let me do that. And then I think it's control, control V, there we go. Bam, all right, so I'm gonna pin this up at the top. And I'm looking for anybody that has a different opinion pro-strike, pro-protest, that's who I want to get more information from. What's going to happen? What do you think we achieved this weekend, more importantly? All right, let me pin it in just one second, guys. Okay. Give me a second. Okay, so that link is pinned up at the top of the chat. Hit the thumbs up. It looks like we're going to have some guests here. I got my man Jeffrey. I know he's bringing it. And I'm ready. I want it. I want him to educate y'all. Maybe he could take some of y'all on that side. Because I know a lot of you guys in the comments are like, no, 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 we can't strike. I'm this. I'm that. I'm out of W2. But let's see if he's got something to say about that. All right. So let me go ahead and go back in here. If you agree with, with me, I'm not. This isn't your segment of the show. I need to be very clear on that. So if you want to come up and you want to say, Pedro, yeah, I think you're right. Not looking for that. You guys can do that later if we're still live. I'm looking for the op I'm looking for the other side, the, the the guys that want this, the guys that think this is a positive for the community. That's the conversation we're trying to have tonight. So I want to be very clear. I don't want you coming up here saying, yeah, Pedro, yeah, yeah. Nope, not interested.
Okay. Jeff, I'll bring you up in one second. And it might be better if it's just Jeff and I, actually. So everybody else just calm down. Jeff's going to give us a, some fireworks. Hold up. Where's he at? Let me bring him up. Mike Drop Barbecue. What's up, man? What's good, brother? Long time no see. I see. I'm, listen, I'm glad you're here. Um, Me too. You know, Me too. Yeah, no, I am. I tagged you and Torsten and um, got a lot of respect for you guys, but I, I disagree. And I know you guys, you know, are real good businessmen and you're great at what you do. But I want to hear your thoughts on first how you think it went. I'm sure you hear some of the things I said. I want to just let you just kind of bring it to, to this community and, and give your and give and say your piece. First, I want to say thanks for letting me let me get on because you know me and you, we bump heads about a lot of shit. You oh, know yeah. it. No, no, no. So the you're, fact you're the fact that you let me on, I respect that. So real shit. Now, for people out there that don't know me, y'all gotta realize, you know, I'm a very opinionated, passionate person. I agree with the protest because what a protest is, it's about bringing attention to a topic. I mean, we've seen protests about BLM. We've seen protests about, you know, domestic violence, abuse, stuff like that. We've seen a lot of protests. If you don't bring attention to a topic, that topic never gets addressed. So the fact that we brought it to rioters have seen it. The apps are, are you know, in, in breakdown mode. They're out there really trying to get shit going like, hey, you know what? We're really paying drivers right. We're doing this. They know we coming. We the 300. They know we coming. Like I said, we're a small army. What we coming for them? I've had so many people offer me cash. And I don't like saying that shit on live stream because I hate to let, make people think that ride share drivers are rolling around with all this money in their pocket. Yeah, I'm not that yeah. way. But I'm going to tell you on this live stream right now, I, I put a G in my safe this week off motherfuckers done paying the apps. And I don't say that shit to nobody. I ain't even say that on my channel because I don't want nobody to see us like that. My, you can ask any driver out there this week. We had too much money in our wallet. People are done with the apps. They're done being played. You don't pay the travel agency $1,000 and you find out the cruise wasn't worth nothing but $250. And that's what these apps are doing. We protested. We stood up about that. A lot of people, like I said, slavery didn't end because people kept working harder. Slavery ended because people stood up to that shit and fought for it and said, we're going to put our lives on the line for that. You don't end something by saying, we're going to play the game. We're going to lay down. Okay, cool. When you guys are ready to, to not make us slaves, just we on y'all time. No, fuck that. We stand up when it's time to stand up. Too many people out here driving their cars don't have the $2,500 deductible that Uber says you need to have if you wreck your car on the app. If you ain't got 25, y'all know me. I show my bank account every month. I got 20 G's in the bank, but I'm an anomaly to the game. I'm an accountant. I do other shit to make money too. I'm an anomaly. But you can't base this industry on an anomaly here and there because Torsten has money, because you got money. Only a few of us have money, but we stand up for those that don't have it. You ain't got $2,500. Your ass shouldn't be driving on this app today. What Uber needs to do is lower that deductible down to 100, down to 200, or let us use our own commercial insurance. Y'all charging us way too much for commercial insurance. $200 for a half day. $200 for a half day of driving. Who's that? Who's that? Uber, Uber and Lyft. When you look at all these rides we getting, we getting almost $200 for a half day of working. You can drive for 11 hours. You add up all your commercial insurance, I bet it's about $200. It only costs you about three, $400 a month for commercial insurance in reality. You paying $10, $15 a day. Why are they charging us $200 a day for commercial? That shit on our back. They're pocketing that money. They're charging these riders for that. They pocketing that money. That's our money. So what they should do is say, we'll give you a choice. How about y'all buy your own commercial insurance? We give you 100% of the fare that, that the person pays. 
Today, I just posted a short. Motherfucker paid $445 for a ride. The driver got $165. I saw that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's eight hours round trip. You're going to get somebody $165? That's crazy. We well, stand up for that shit. Somebody, somebody will do it because they'll be like, oh, well, that's my whole day's money. Now I don't have to do anything else. But yeah, that's not a very profitable. And ride. I'm glad you're you gonna, said that. You're, you're that's spend, what we call pigeons. I'm glad spend, you said that's a pigeon. Yeah, because you're going to spend. I, I drove to Indianapolis yesterday, four hour drive. Right. Yeah. I spent yep. almost 100 bucks in gas. Yeah. Right? So, if yeah. you do, <laughs> you know, I drove eight hours yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to I'm only going to net 65. And, and we call that pigeons, yeah. man. We say pigeons. When you throw popcorn at the park, when you sit on the park bench, guess what? Pigeons don't don't well, analyze what that is. They just fly down and eat that you, shit. Let me ask you a question because you, you brought it up and I mentioned it. You guys are fighting for the pigeons, though, right? Yeah, we are because pigeons don't have no brains. So you got to have somebody with a brain driving this ship. OK, pigeons. So let, pigeons are desperate people because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if you walk into a strip club right now, you got girls in there being pimped. How come all girls ain't pimps ain't being pimped because some girls got brains. Why are some girls pimped, but some girls not pimped? Because some girls stand up for themselves and go get an education and go raise their kids, do that shit the right way. But for the girls that are being exploited, being trafficked, somebody has to stand up for those girls because they're vulnerable. They're weak. They're broke. So when you got a broken person, and I don't mean financial all the time, but soul, when you break somebody's soul, somebody's got to stand up for that person. Why do we have churches out there? Because people got broken souls. So you take your broken ass to a church and you get your soul recharged. If you ain't out there having somebody stand up for you for the week out there, week ain't always about I ain't got enough money. We could be your soul. I got a strong soul. I got a strong spirit. I stand up for people. This is what I do. When I see somebody who's broken, man, I got to take these shit rides or my kids ain't going to eat. I say, you know what? Motherfucker, get you some business cards made. Get you a cash app going. Let's get you some real money. Let, let let's let's not have so, you out there like that. Yeah. I, you talk about converting people to like cash rides. And I, I did it a little bit when I did ride show. You've done a lot more than me. But, yeah. you know, it's not easy to do, but it's something you can build. Right. Especially yeah. if you drive enough and you know your community and you're good with people. You keep a good, you got a business card. You keep, keep a good, clean car. You look presentable. Like, you don't have pajamas on. You know, you understand. Right. Yeah. But, there yeah. Are some, you know, I don't think most drivers can do that and should we be pushing it are they gonna are they gonna have the right insurance and what if something happens and you know i think even driving on the app ain't nobody got twenty five hundred dollars right now there's people on my channel right now renting because they wrecked while driving on the app driving on the app your personal insurance is gonna say we don't cover that uber covers that uber says you gotta give us twenty five hundred for us to even start your claim who's got twenty five hundred laying around it's a it's a it's a poverty trap it's a poverty trap Drive for us. We got you insured. Okay, bam, you hit somebody. You got $2,500, we'll handle your claim. I ain't got $2,500. We'll rent from Hertz. Now, you can rent from Hertz so you come up with that $2,500 now. You'll never come up with that $2,500 cuz you still got a car note on the car you wrecked. Now you got to pay for this Hertz car. You ain't never coming up with that. It's a poverty trap and they know it. Simple so math. How do we So one thing about this strike versus the other ones like I said in the beginning. This one definitely got more media coverage. In my yeah. opinion, yeah. right? You would, which is good, which is good. Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I can say, like, that never liked this before. Yeah. Even from our small little YouTube community, a lot of content creators talking about yeah. it. New people, yep. Yep. OG channels. I mean, the Rideshare guy was live. Was, I mean, we didn't see this last year, the year before that, right? Like, so yeah, this was crazy. This went crazy. This went the, crazy. The media coverage was definitely better, right? But where's the end game? What, 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 and what's Jeff's end game? 
Like, what would my, you like to see happen from, from these? Like, what's the best case? Well, a lot of people who are on my channel, a lot of people on my channel know that we, a lot of us rideshare drivers here, we've done this before Uber. A lot of us have our own commercial insurance. A lot of us have, now I just put out a permit. You can get a $10 for hire permit in Arizona. I'll put that video out and I'm showing people how to get a for hire permit. You don't have to work for the apps. The apps want you to think that though. It's, it's slave mentality. You have to work for us if you want to drive your car and make money. You don't have to. There are a lot of states out there who allow you to buy livery, who allow you to buy your own chauffeur licenses. The apps are just the easy way to get in because they say, hey, we'll bring you in under our umbrella. All right. we do is a background check. So it's, it's a low barrier to entry when you drive on the app. If you really want to get what you deserve, really want to get your money, then you got to go get your money. It's going to cost money to make money. Go out there. Say, I want to get my own commercial insurance. Go get it. You find out through travelers, through progressive, how much but it costs state form. How are these people that don't have twenty five hundred bucks? If most of them are pigeons. I think they are. I think you probably most are pigeons. Right. How are we going to get them to that level to make a difference? They got to do cash rides. Like I said, we do, we've been doing cash. I've been doing cash rides out of Caprice Classic in 1993. I used to, my girl Vanessa is going to come on my channel. She actually works with police departments all over America. She's going to come jump on my channel. And she was one of the people who I actually chauffeured in my 1995 S420. I had a big Mercedes S420. I chauffeured her, her and her girls to a club one night. They hit me up in Vegas. And I took, I've been doing it since that long. Everybody, oh man, you're going to wreck a car. You're going to motherfucker win. When have I wrecked my cars? Oh, it can happen. Man, it can happen that I walk out the house and get fucking shot, but I don't worry about that every day and say, I need life insurance today. I might walk out the house and get shot. It don't work like that. If you work off of fear every day, you're going to live in a hole every day. I work off of potential and capabilities. I know what I'm capable of, and I know the potential of money that's out there. So if somebody caught like every morning, people have seen every morning, every morning on my channel, I do a cash ride, one every day. I set this up a long time ago. I've been, I haven't wrecked my car yet. So when am I gonna wreck this motherfucker? Y'all keep saying I'm gonna wreck my car. I do it every day, every single so Monday long, through Friday. Right. So how long would it take for others to get? So what's the end game? So if these protests the, continue, like let's say, so there's probably gonna be, I think Torsten said there'll be another one probably what? Yeah. St. Patty's Day, right? And yeah. then there'll be another one maybe in the summer. And then obviously you got the Thanksgiving and certain holidays, you know. Days when the, the end, volume is high, he's going to be doing something, right? And everybody's yeah. talking about it, which is good. But yeah. Uh, well, what are we looking for? What's the end? Do we want everybody? The to end game is honesty and transparency. Because if rioters knew that I was only getting eighteen dollars, they'd wonder why they're paying ninety-two. What am I paying the ninety-two dollars for? If this guy only cost me eighteen dollars to take me from here to my house, what is all this other money for? That's what they want to know. Because a lot of these riders have they're shocked to find out. All we getting is a couple of a small percentage out of it. A lot of them are shocked. And another thing, a lot of us already, like I said, we have commercial insurance. So why are we being double billed for insurance? If if my company says, Jeff, I cover you in the event of you doing commercial business in your car, I should be able to call Uber and Lyft and say, hey, guys, give me the cut of commercial insurance you're taking from me because my own company says they're covering me. My own company got me because I'm doing business like this. I'm paying, you know, $15 a day. And if they say, you know what? We can't cover you. That's why we do cash rides. That's why we do cash app and Venmo. Because we're already covered with our commercial plans. Our commercial plans only running us $15 a day, $20 a day. That's it. So let me ask you a question. If we're looking to push consumers off the Uber app, right? right yeah. So that the drivers can make more money and consumers can save money. But then are we also promoting? You said you, you, you put away a stack. Oh, yeah. I show every month, that? every month. Say, a lot of people in your live don't know the first for the last 14 months of my life doing this shit. 14 months. 
I posted my bank account on the first day of the following month. I've done that. A lot of your people don't know it because I can hear people saying, show your bank account. These motherfuckers don't know me. I do it for real. I've, been, I I've seen those videos. Y'all yeah. got 14 bank accounts on my channel right now. Yeah. Go look, motherfucker. Go check. Yeah. And you're going to get 15 on March the 1st. Yeah, I know. I can vouch for that. I've seen them, right? So yeah. My, my point is, are we are we promoting for more people to be off the apps driving, saves the consumer, we make more money, but now we got cash? That's well, I'm saying. promoting for the apps. The apps have to make a choice. Either they're going to keep stealing tips, getting fined, having settlements. Either they're going to do that. Or drivers are going to stand up for ourselves. They got a choice to make. The ball is in their court. They know we're doing cash rides. They're doing PR right now. They know their stock depends on us. Their stock depends on us accepting a ride and making that money. If we don't accept the ride and make them no money, their stock goes down because their revenues go down. So they got to keep us on the app. You need to learn how to keep drivers on your app and keep them from doing cash rides. That's on the app right now. We're going to keep protesting and letting everybody know the apps are screwing us. And more drivers and more riders see that. And the riders go, dude, why am I paying 120 for this ride to leave the concert when you're willing to take 80? Because the app is only going to give me like 49. Right. But so, if I'll take 80, you save $40 and I'll make an extra 40. We both good. The oh, apps don't want everybody, that. Everybody wins. Uber and Lyft loses. DoorDash loses. Whoever, right? If I got yeah. you know, a little Walgreens customer up the street and I can do it off the app, DoorDash loses. They don't get the fee. They don't get. But in exactly. Year, let's say a year from now. Right. Uh, yep. Tara, Tony, and you know, they, they, they come to you and Torsten and say, we want y'all to sit down at the table with, with me. Would you do that with them? I would, but they don't want me. I'm okay. a corporate accountant. Yeah, I, yeah, the yeah. first thing I'm going to do is say, hey, man, I know how these books work. Like a lot of people on your channel don't know. I was a 20-year corporate accountant for casinos in Las Vegas. I'm the one who worked for Carl Icahn. Carl Icahn is an investor in Lyft, actually. I helped get Vegas World out of bankruptcy, and we opened it up. We call it Stratosphere now. I was on that team of accountants that did that. A lot of people don't know who I am. They think I'm just a motherfucker driving around in a BMW. Trust me, I got a long career. Right. I walked so, away at 38. I retired at 38 years old, bought a house, did everything I wanted to fucking do. Just kind of living my days right now. But I, I know this dream can happen for people who are willing to put their time and effort into it. So I fight for people who want to really live this dream. Not no lazy motherfuckers, but people who really want to do it. And that's what I fight for. Right. So you and Torchin are sitting at the table with them, right? Yeah. And and and, and we're, they want to ask you guys, hey, well, what? What do you guys want? What can we do? And you guys are talking about transparency, the take rates. We're talking about safety, making sure customers don't have fake names on the account, like various things like that. Better vetting systems, you know, just, you know, uh, uh, not having yeah. wrongful deactivations. Right. So yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. So that's we, a big thing. We get all that stuff from them. Let's say they, they put yeah. those things in place. Drivers are making more. They're making less like. Yeah. A year from now, you're sitting at that table. Do you think that, you know, is that what we're working towards? Is that what you guys want? Or are we working towards having drivers do it more off app and do cash rides? Like, do we want to well, stay with the way the app is and still be independent? Or are we, are we trying to turn drivers into small business owners? Like, what is the best case for you? Let's say a year yeah. from now, at that table, you have a conversation, we walk away, and then they start implementing, like, do you think that'll happen? But also, like, what's the what's the end game, man? Like, well, like, see, you got to realize with ride share and delivery, the apps are only marketing tools. That's all they are. Right. We can always get our own commercials, do our own thing. Why do you think we're all doing our own? We can create a website. There's been travel companies around for eternity. People don't always use the apps to move to and from. People use travel companies and charter services all the time. Per private drivers, everything. We use the apps for marketing. That's all it is. It's finding a ride for somebody. It is not a service that drives people. So for people out there who don't realize, they, they're trapped into that plantation mentality of, I can't do a ride unless I use this app. 
you're part of the problem. You, the apps already think they got you mentally trapped into being on that plantation. When they, the apps has to realize you need us as drivers to make your app work. Without drivers, your app is nothing but a video game. People are gonna sit there and play all day. The moment drivers well, stand up and say, "I'm not taking that ride for that price," because everybody was scared, scared to decline rides. We do, right. we're not scared to decline rides because I know my worth. Last yeah. night I went out last night for two hours, three hours. I went out last night for three hours last night, made almost a hundred dollars an hour. I only drive UberX and Lyft. People say, "How do you make a hundred dollars an hour on UberX and Lyft?" Well, you don't know what my channel's about, do you? I got all my screenshots. I do my shit. Because I tell people, you have to understand that the apps need your car. The apps need you. Without that, this rider don't get nowhere. How is the rider going to go somewhere? They're going to find somebody else who don't think them think themselves as valuable. That's how they're going to do it. Hold your own valuable. And I'm one of these people that if you're doing a line of work from a position of you're not the one to talk about a strike. I don't know what that dude is saying. I have no idea. Some people I, can't. Don't, I don't yeah, know. I'm just putting, I want to read this comment. I want to I want to ask some questions. I, I, I like this. I think it's relevant, but I want to challenge this in this group. Let's here. hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, these people aren't ready for your energy, Jeff. Jeff. Brings true. Energy. I know true, true. 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 Yeah. I'll, I'll say. Yeah. No, 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 but <laughs> I that, tell motherfuckers a, on my channel, get off my channel because no, they ain't no, ready for that shit. I've done <laughs> I cuss too, like you. So I, I don't, you know, I don't hold back, and, and you know, I got a lot of energy as well. But yeah, I think what what I want to say to Jay uh, Jay Grand is respectfully. I think just because we got energy, don't necessarily mean that we're right, right? Yeah, we got, true, you know, true. You know, Jeff Jeff can deliver a message, man. This oh yeah, you, you oh, I get a, down. You can get down, and people like that energy, and people are attracted to that. That's why your channel's growing, right? See, but like I'm, I'm gonna show you something right now. I'm gonna show you because I this, this not even on my channel yet. I'm showing you some shit not even on my channel yet. Last night I went out last night. I drove about 46 miles. 46 miles, two hours, 13 minutes of driving. So for 46 miles, they paid me 175 dollars to drive 46 miles. Who's I don't the, do a dollar a mile ride. That's lift. That's lift basic. That's the basic lift. So I drove, I made $175 for driving 46 miles. I don't do dollar a mile shit, $2 a mile shit. I don't think these people understand you're valuable enough to where these apps will pay you when you stand up for your value. Why do I get paid this, but the next person don't get paid that? The next person can get this, but y'all just got to know how to do it, though. They're, they're, they're accepting, as, as Sergio from the right guy says, they're ants, right? Yeah, true, true. Right, right? And that's not yep. a respectful thing. That's what, you know, people say that. Yeah. They're, doing they're making that but they're driving 150 miles not 40 something right exactly and they're and they're not taking home as much money because they burn more fuel depreciated their vehicle and they had to deliver they had to either deliver or ride share more individuals putting themselves at more risk yeah the more yeah do, the more risk there is right exactly but what are we, you know if we're trying to lift up the bottom you said you you know you're you know you want to lift up the pigeons we want the bottom people we want the ants not to be ants. hold right? your value man but hold your value there's always going to be ants you know, we can't have it in this gig economy. It can't be everybody making the same money. That's why I said some people need to be employees, not contractors. They don't even know what a contractor is. They think they have to do. Oh, I'm scared to decline. I, I can't decline. I got to keep a high AR. You're not an employee. You're not. You're a contractor. Imagine owning a swimming pool company and doing swimming pools for $50. People be using your ass left and right. You build a whole swimming pool for 50 because you got to. Well, I got to stay busy. I got to do a swimming pool. I got No, set your profit margins. You are a contractor. How are you going to do this business? You know what you need to make. I know what I need to make. Set up. But if you tell somebody else, hey, I want you to do a pool for me, but I need you to only charge me $50 for it. I'll say, hell no, because I know my worth. It's going to cost me about $30,000. Okay. So if I if it's going to cost me 30 grand for all the supplies and all the work I got to hire 
and I want to make some money. It's going to take me a month. I might charge you 42,000. So I get 12,000 on it. So therefore, it contracts are the same way with, with ride share. If you don't set your own profit margins, if you don't know how to do a business, you're going to become an employee and you're going to be struggling. Why do you think so many people in the gig industry are preyed on by payday loan places? Because they know these people are not business minded. They're employee minded. Paid employees live check to check. Contractors stack. And like I said, you can go to my channel for the last 15 months starting next month. When you see my shit next month, oh, because we had waste management. Last year, I made 3,600 in five days. This year, I only made like 2,600 in five days, but only worked three days. 2,600 in three days. And that's not even counting the fucking all the cash I made. But I tell people, when you know what you're doing, you can sit here and comfortably know these apps can't control me. They don't run me. They can't force me to take 50 cent of my rides all day. You can't do me like that because I know my worth already. A lot of people have given up. They've given up. Oh, I got to do what they tell me to do. I get I can't do that because they're going to kick me off the app. That's a problem. Deactivations are a problem. Like you said, Pedro, deactivations are a problem. One thing we're going to fight is deactivations. The other thing is commercial insurance we're being charged for. We can pay for our own commercial insurance. We don't need them to buy commercial insurance at a 5X rate. They're charging us 5X for commercial insurance that we can get for cheaper. Imagine buying a car from a car lot and them selling you the car lot car insurance instead of you going out and getting your own insurance. Well, They're going to upcharge you. Yes. To put you in the room. I, I got my girlfriend that sells the state farm. No, I, I, I get there it. There you I, go. So you know, you know how they upsell insurance. No, no, we get that. You know, people, people when they're desperate and a lot of people, whether American, migrant, immigrant, what people are desperate. A yes. lot of people in this country, even if they're just coming here or if they've been here their whole life, a lot of people are thirsty. Yep. Right? You're yep. thirsty, you'll drink whatever, right? It doesn't need to be the best Kool-Aid. Just give me that damn water out the out the mud. Like, I'll drink it. I'm thirsty. Exactly, exactly. So we have a lot of that, and that's an issue because the companies do prey on individuals like that. But, you know, do in your heart, do you think these strikes, these protests, you use the word protest, and I like that. It's more appropriate, but yeah. strike, that, that word strikes actually is still being used more, I think. As far well, as strike is an employee mindset. You have, I told you got a lot of employee mindset people in rideshare. We're not employees. You can't strike if we're you're not. a contractor. Right. Contractors so, can protest, so con protest, but you got a lot of employee-minded people involved in ride-share and delivery. They still think they work for these companies. They still That's how fucking yeah. shallow this shit is. They still think they're employees. Let's go on strike. Motherfucker, you're not an employee. We's trying to snap their ass and wake them up, bro. You right. at another no, level of the game now. It's a, it's, a, it's a more appropriate word, right? Yeah. But in your heart, do you think if we continue with the protests... Okay, and that and that word kind of takes over the strike because it, it is more appropriate. And as customers and consumers understand, like, all right, they're protesting. They're not yeah, fighting. I didn't know they weren't a W two. I now I know they're a contractor. They're protesting. The, the consumer base gets more knowledgeable. The media, politicians, whatever. Like, in your heart, do you think that this is going to make a change? Do you think that the protest will be effective? And how long do you think it will take? I believe the protests bring forth transparency. Just like when people protest the police, police brutality and stuff like that, it started forcing transparency. People say, oh, well, you got to wear body cams now or you got to do this now or you can't. Once you yeah, start uh, protesting, oh, people man. stop doing stops. When we protest this, rioters are now watching the news. Right? Drivers aren't the only people paying attention to this protest. People who use these services are paying attention to these protests. So now they know what the issues are that they probably never knew before. But Many of them will tell you, we didn't know y'all tips was getting stolen. They'll tell you, you think, that. But don't you think protesting somebody being murdered by a cop and we've seen that in this country in the last you know we can name the names we don't need to but murder they didn't have a they didn't have a gun they didn't have a weapon straight murder right so yeah he's gone to jail 
that's not the same as a three dollar Uber fare. It's I not. didn't say that. I'm just saying a protest is a process. When you protest something, it's a protest process you're doing to bring attention towards something. I didn't say stealing tips is just like shooting somebody. I never said that. I said protest as far as a process you want to use to bring attention to a topic. You can't strike to bring it. No. So we protest. We stand up for something saying, hey, this is wrong. When people see what wrong is, then they say, oh, we didn't know they were stealing you guys tips. Yeah, there's a three hundred twenty eight million dollar settlement. What? Three hundred twenty eight million. These people didn't know none of this sure. because they're not. We do this every day. Twenty four seven. We do this every day. They don't do it. So the protest is bringing attention in ways that the media has to even wake up and say, why are the drivers at the airport not driving? What the hell? They got to talk about it now. And now they got to listen to a driver talk instead of listening to drivers talk. What they do, they trying to run with the, the app stories. Oh, we're going to sell. We're going to buy back all of this stock. They knew what they was doing. They playing chess with us right now. They playing chess with us. But the well, only they're, way they're, they're going to play chess. And they're the, I mean, it's David and Goliath. I mean, at this point. Yeah, right? yep, so, it is David and Goliath. Oh, Goliath. You know, Goliath needs to have the heart, the energy, the passion, the soul to fight David. Like a big need, monster. And you need, like you say, it's 300. Right. 300. Yep. We need, you know, it's starting, it's starting there, but it's a strong 300, but you're going yes. up, against, you're going up against 3 million. Right. But I'm so, going to tell you right now, the, the more I go up against them and the more I keep my mortgage paid, it means it's working because people are paying me directly. My mortgage is paid every month. My car note gets paid every month. We know ride share drivers right now being evicted from apartments. We know them. We know them losing their car because it's getting repossessed. We know them. That's on them. That's not Uber's fault. Well, it's on, That's not like you said, it's exploitation. It's exploitation, a real word, or the exploitation is a word that I just made up. When you, exploit, when you exploit somebody, it's psychological. You prey on somebody who you know is vulnerable. These words are all real words. It's true in psychology. You can look up Edward Bernays, B-E-R-N-A-Y-S. I talk about Edward Bernays all the time. He's the godfather of propaganda. When you use propaganda to prey and exploit on younger people, all the governments of the world still use this guy's playbook. Edward Bernays, they use this playbook to keep people poor and under control. You can't control people who have freedom, wealth, and rich. You can't control them. So you keep people broke, beaten. It's like you got to beat somebody's soul down. When you look at a domestic violence victim, people's like, well, why don't she just get up and leave? First, she don't even have the soul and the heart to get up and leave. She ain't got the money to leave. She don't even have the path to leave. When you beat up somebody's soul so much that they think you can do them wrong and they got to deal with it, what do you end up with? You end up with broken people. And that's what we stand up for. We stand up for broken people. And it's cool if broken people don't want to stand up. Cool. Sit your ass down. I'll stand up for you. I know your knees is weak. I know your heart is weak, but mine ain't. And that's why I'm standing up. I so you're standing up for the people that can't stand up for themselves. I'm kind of basically getting, right. Yeah. People stand up for sex trafficking all the time, but don't, you don't see, Oh, people need to stop standing up for sex trafficking. People need to stop what well, they're, they're victims though. These people are victims of sex trafficking. They're vulnerable people. They're trying to come to Would America for like a, a whole new like lifestyle. And what happens? They get taken advantage of. They get exploited. Would we you see say, it all the time. Would you say most drivers are exploited? I would say many, not most because many have already done this before Roger came along. Yeah, I wouldn't say most, but many are. And many have commercial insurance because many do things with their big ass trucks. They got Mercedes van. My girl, Megan, she got a big ass Mercedes fucking van. She drive around two, three thousand dollars a pop in that Mercedes van. She don't rely on Uber and Lyft. She still does Uber and Lyft in her uh, in her forerunner and everything. But she's got a big van. I'm glad you said that, because I think a lot of what I've never understood. And I want to get your perspective, because obviously you're making money on the side, like your own, like you're, you're, you're stacking cash off books. Yeah. Right? 
so why still why why talk about it? What, what I never understood is like there's other channels more so in the DoorDash community because you know I'm not the rideshare community and food delivery is there's a lot of separation there because not yeah. rideshare and a lot of people watch rideshare don't watch DoorDash content and vice versa, right? True, true. In the DoorDash community, right? I got a little bit of a pulse on what's going on, and I see a lot of people make videos talking about DoorDash is the worst. It's at slavery. You know, we've seen these words, the videos tossed around. It's the worst company. Yeah. You know, the, the, is it bed? Not bedrock. What's the, well, delivery is a lot different. A delivery is a lot different. Delivery is different. But this is my point. So I would see these people talk about the company like it's bad and they hate it and it's slavery, but they would still work the apps. So my question to you is why? So why do you do Uber and Lyft still if you've got the off books? Like, why work for a company if it's that bad? That's why I do it to save people, not only to save people money, to make me money too. Because if you look at it from an economic standpoint, pe people have said that companies like Uber and Lyft are destroying the economy. They're coming into neighborhoods that are already low advantaged neighborhoods, low at risk neighborhoods, taking the funds out, never putting the funds back. We've said that about Nike before yeah. Nike yeah. coming in, taking out the black athletes, not putting money back in. These apps are no different. They're corporate people in suits, thugs, sitting in the office, finding ways to get in neighborhoods where people don't have money. People have to get around and do things. They're extracting the income out of it. We always talk about the black dollar all the time, the black dollar community. And we need to have people who represent us if we spend our money with you. Uber and Lyft don't represent a lot of people. They come in. They extract the money out. They leave it all dilapidated. No reinvestment back into that community. I reinvest back into the community because I live in these communities. So if somebody across the street rather pays me, $50 instead of giving the apps a hundred. Guess what? That 50 is going to be spent back in my community, but they'll pay the app a hundred. I might get 22 out of it. Now I only have 22 to put back in my community. Oh no, I get it. I mean, in, in, in theory, that's the way it should be. It's very yeah. hard at that point. And this, you know, now everybody's just so inundated with the luxuries of this, the quickness of this. They don't want to give somebody money off the books. They might not even have cash. A lot of Americans don't carry cash. Yeah. Platforms easy because it's all digital, but you know, I yeah. get the points, right? I mean, what, do, we, do you think we're going to get to a point where the companies will be more transparent? That seems to be the number one thing on a lot, even in the food delivery. Do you think we'll get to the point that that's going to happen? And if it does, will it have to come through legislation? And do you want let do you want some kind of legislation? Oh, no, no. I'm like, little government, man. I'm little. Go I'm not big government. The yeah, bigger the government, the bigger the problems, man. Keep keep government out of independent contracting work. Just keep them out of it. But don't let us let us fight the apps. Don't you think the protests are going to lead to more Seattle legislation, Prop 22, New York City? Is I hope not. Happen? I hope not. I think really, because I don't want that in Arizona. I don't want that in Arizona. What they got, because I'll tell you right now, we can look at all the drivers in Seattle, all the drivers who have legislation now. Did it fix their problems? No. no. All it did was just, it just, it, it, it put icing on top of a cake that was half baked any fucking ways. So it's like, if you want this to be a true, like a true gig, let us fight for our dollars. There's customers. This customer needs a ride from point A to point B. That's it. The app is a marketing tool. The app doesn't do a single ride. We do the ride. But if I say I'm willing to do this ride for $45, like that one guy, that, that three hour, four hour drive, paying a driver 165. If I said to the app, I'm willing to do this ride, but it's going to cost 350. The app should say, okay, we got Jeff willing to do it for 350. Pedro says, oh, I'll do it for 275. Okay. Pedro saying 275. Uh, we got, you know, Daryl saying I'll do it for 400. So now the app has a bargaining chip now. It's a bid. We're, we're, we're independent contract. We're going to go. Exactly. Exactly. So we should be able to bid. If you're bidding and you're able to make money and you're doing it, now you're true contracting. A contractor bids. Employees don't fucking bid. They say, hey, man, we're going to pay you $20 an hour. You say, okay. And you just do work for $20 an hour. 
I say we should have a right to say, this is my car. It's very nice. This is my level of service. This is my music. This is what I do. It might be worth more, but the Apple say, we'll give you the Uber Black XL at this price, but we're going to give you the, the Ford Taurus at this price. The app sets your bid. They shouldn't be able to set our bid. We should be able to negotiate and set our own bid. Tell tell this driver, I mean, tell this rider how much we're getting out of that deal. And I bet they say, I just want to pay the driver straight up. That's all they want to say. I want to, I'll pay the driver. Because if y'all going to charge me 120 to leave the concert, but this driver saying he only take 80 to leave the concert, I'd rather pay him the 80. I don't want to pay the 120. How do we get the app? Do you think the app interface would look like that to where a, a customer can see Jeff, Pedro, and, and, and Steve? And the prices that the, that the that those drivers set for the night, like in in, in the app can how, how how does the app even get to that point? Like, is that even well is for, for a lot of us? We tell people stop taking the shit rides, decline them all. My my AR on Lyft is like maybe two or three percent. So how am I sitting at two or three percent, but I'm making almost eighty ninety dollars an hour, and I'm declining rides all day because if I'm declining it, the pigeons are taking it. That means that one's off the board. Okay, next ride. That uh, I, I decline it. Pigeon takers off the board. Next, so their time is all sold up with the shit rides. So what's left, bro? I'll tell you a couple of my rides I did last night, just for the hell of it. Because like I said, I haven't even done this content on my channel, and we do ride share. I'm gonna be transparent and tell you what I made. I did three rides last night on Uber, and I made what eighty seven dollars and like what was it, an hour thirty seven minutes of being online. But let me go to one of my rides. Here's a ride here. Uh, that was $24, mm -hmm. five minutes, 1.8 miles, but it was an $18 surge. Here's one $45 for 12 miles, 17 minutes, $28 surge, 573 tip. This one's $18, 2.4 miles, $7 tip, 625 surge. Only drive with surge because I have that choice. Right. If I'm a contractor and I want to say I want my, I'm looking for $28 surges, $18 surges. I'm not driving for base fare because I think my car it's a BMW. I want to be paid. If they want to pay me $12 a mile, $24 for like three miles, I'd rather take that than taking $3, $4 all day. I'm not going to get nowhere doing that. So drivers out there have to realize when you take shit rides, they're going to give them to you because the algorithm is learning you. The Listen, algorithm says I, I, a level I, of tolerance. I agree. We all, we got to have standards. Know your worth. Sergio says that. You've got the shirt you got on. But what, let me ask you this, and I want to bring up a couple of people. If you, do you have a little time? Because I got a couple of people. I got a little time. You okay. good. You good. I think they, they're on your side on this. I want to bring them in the fold and get their opinion. But you cool. why, Jeff, why are we pandering to the weak, man? I mean, you want you want to be a voice for them that bad? Like, why are we giving them, why are we taking from, from our money and the people that figured it out and giving them, why, why are we doing that? Why are we trying to level the playing field? It's just like asking people, why do we have a goodwill? Why do we have a salvation army? Why do we have churches? Why do we have philanthropists? Why do we have people that have so much money? They could just say, fuck everybody. I'm going to go ball out of control. Some people got a heart. That's what it boils down to. Some people don't. Some people got a soul. Some people will blow your brains out right where you sit. Some people sure. won't. Sure. I don't have I don't have it in me. Everybody know me. I'm a gun owner. I've always been a gun owner my whole life. I don't think I have the heart in me to shoot somebody. You have to really get me to the point to where I have to shoot somebody. I don't even think if it came to me, I could do it. Because my heart is, I'm looking at this person as a human. I'm like, I could be killing somebody's dad right in front of me, man. He's probably wondering where his, where his dad went to. Got to do some birthday shit tomorrow. I got kids, so I feel shit like that. So I'm not one of those people who just can look at somebody struggling and suffering and say, oh, yeah, I'm not taking care of these people. Fuck these people. I'm moving on. But we do have people like that. I'm just not one of them. Let me, let me ask you this question. And I see SKM. I see Hoodie Smurf. I'm going to bring them up. 
we do that in this country, right? We have government assistance programs. Growing up, I stood in government cheese lines in Chicago. I remember. Yeah, facts, facts. Lock of cheese. Like, we did that. I, and we did it when we needed it. But do you think that if, if we, do you think sometimes when we give, when we help too much, it can be uh, at a deficit of those individuals? The people that are helping because they'll, they'll just stay there and they get comfortable? Well, you got destructive help and you got constructive help. You got to look at both ways they're set up. Constructive help is like having workshops. Destructive help is giving somebody with bad money management more money. Right. That's destructive help. Isn't so you got to have more workshops. Isn't that what and, we're doing with the, gig, with the gig drivers? We'd be giving them more money and they're bad at money. No, but see, we do workshops on my channel. We do you all my live streams ain't nothing but workshops. Think about it, man. The way we talk, the way we work, the way we show our stuff. When I show my ride-alongs, that's a workshop. If you watch my workshops, you're gonna say, damn, so he is declining everything and he's still banging out good rides. How the hell is this dude making like 60, 70 dollars an hour and he ain't taking no fucking rides? I'm sitting there jack in the box, just letting the ants take all the little shit. And what's left? $18 surge pops up. Why? Because they done chased everybody out. So now I got money. We run workshops all the time on our channels. People don't look at them as workshops. They look, oh, this is a video. Mama, this ain't no cat video. This is a workshop. It's like if you can't see, when I went to workshops for accounting, I used to come to Arizona. I lived in Vegas. We would fly all of our accountants out to Scottsdale, and we do workshops three, four days. So I'm used to doing time management workshops, financial accounting workshops, auditing workshops. Workshops is when you get together, like-minded people trying to go forward, and y'all talk about it. This is what we do on my channel. We don't sit around all day bragging on shit. We try to help those that, man, I need some help, man. I can't figure it out. What's going on? I'm like, dude, I can help you drive 46 miles and make $175. I can help you do it. No, wow. That's great. I've helped, you know, a lot of people as well with the food delivery game, trying to try different programs. Maybe they work for you. No tip, no yeah. trick. Make sure you're respecting yourself, like miles to money, profitability. Look at how long it's going to take you because sometimes the miles aren't all equal. We all do these work. Yeah, right, right. I think we have channels that have these workshops and i like that because we're we, we're able to uplift some of the people that need a little bit of a guidance or an opinion some motivation whatever right yeah isn't that enough do we need to continue getting the media so where then we I, if we get more media we're getting legislation bro i'm telling you right now it's gonna i don't think so get a hold of this politicians are gonna be like damn this gay community six million strong these people are mad oh i want them votes that's what the politicians are gonna do and then oh gonna, yeah legislation and then it's going to be i don't know oh, legislation is going to cap our earnings i believe legislation will cap your earnings it will so that's that's my point so we just need riders to know riders out there who are using our services as drivers that 120 you paying ain't coming to me oh yeah well, and that more riders are going to know i'm going to bring on a couple of these guys they've been waiting for a while you good you what, good. what, what hey, they, keep running your workshops over here brother keep doing it man keep doing it you're helping people I appreciate that. Stay with us. So I want to bring these guys up. Okay. Okay. I'll listen in. All right. All right. All right. Um, so SKM, how you doing, man? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys? SK. I'm good. What's good? Uh, hey, I'm an Arizona native as well. Is hoodie, That's what's smart? up. That's what's yeah. up. Okay, um, I stick to the deliveries. I don't, I, I try to lift and uh, I, I never got into the, the ride share with Uber, but uh, Lyft, I tried it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Mike, our barbecue. What do you, what do you go by? I'm just Jeff. That's all. Jeff. Okay. Cool, Everybody Jeff. call me Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Um, <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, <laughs> <Money> Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I tried the lift there. There's like you were saying earlier, like there, I don't understand how you're doing it right now. That's impressive uh, with the numbers that you're pulling up right now, but there's so much liability like all around it all in general. I mean, like, from you know people shit or 
shitting in your car, throwing up oh, in your yeah. car, you know, and <laughs> I got those videos, man. I mean, My backseat's all oily and I, shit. I got I took a, I took a stripper that I should have just kicked out. Glitter. And dropped Glitter. Her off at, a, at her next destination or her next corner. <laughs> exactly. But that was when I was done with it, but I've been doing deliveries ever since. And yeah, no, hold on. SKM, SKM, hold on. I don't want us to get too off track. So protest striking. We're, we're going to call it protest because Jeff's here. Yeah, yeah. What is your stance on it? Are you know? I'm hoping that you you, you are pro protest because that's what I'm looking for here, right? So, see, with me, I, I see both sides of it. So I understand the protests. You know, I'm all, you know, I'll be all for it. But see, I'm also a realist. You know, and I I see that it's not going to work. They've already done it before in the past. The the comment that you actually highlighted my comment earlier. And that's part of why I came on. And, you know, literally the only way you're going to beat a software is if you do something like GameStop. You know, everybody knows about what happened with GameStop and they, you know, had the Rick, trust fund yeah. guys lose all their money. Yeah. Uh, the only way literally we could do this, and I, it's, I find it really hard to do because not everybody's on YouTube. Not all these drivers that we're driving next to and picking up food orders with are watching your guys' videos or everybody else's videos. People that and, yeah, uh, so we're not reaching everybody out there that's actually doing the gig work. Yeah. And, you know, literally, we would all literally have to go online at the same time, all communicate somehow together in the same room and literally say, hey, no accepting anything, not one single one. And I guarantee you their app and everything will just explode because their pending box will just overload with orders that no drivers are taking. Oh, and yeah. they're going to be oh, so yeah. confused. So that's really the only way I think possible that there could be mm -hmm. any kind of real protest and real, I guess you could say damage or damage control that, you know, I mean, and, and if you really wanted the media to chase after it, that's, that's one, I mean, the media needs help right now. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. They're losing well, see, tons of views. And you know, I'm going to say one thing because your delivery and we're a ride share it's harder for delivery drivers to get private clients than it is for rideshare. Exactly. Because delivery, I mean, you have to know who's about to eat dinner, who's hungry. It's hard to know that. Whereas with rideshare, we go to a spot in an event, it's all people standing outside, phones in their hands. We know it's surging like crazy, $25. We know everybody's getting charged $120. So the moment we roll up, like on my ride along the other day, I show people, I'm dropping somebody off downtown. Dude rolls up to me, hey, man, 20 bucks real quick. I just got to go around. Cool, let's go. We get that all the time. It's harder to do in delivery. That's why delivery don't understand. If you only do pure delivery, you've never done ride share, you won't understand how we get money unless you watch our videos and see how we get money. I see one guy going, 2,603 days is crazy. Bro, I got a video that's been sitting on my channel since last year. I did 3,605 days. The videos are there. You don't understand ride share, bro. If you're looking at delivery and only delivery, we get people walking up to our cars all the time. We get people in our cars upset about how much they're paying with delivery how do they all they do is just don't tip you they just don't tip you that's how they pay back it's it's definitely if anything your your higher earnings in the gig economy probably definitely be some uber and lyft drivers that are yeah heavy working you could do that on the food delivery side it's gonna be you gotta deliver a lot more mcdonald's than people you know it's just oh it's yeah like, oh yeah uh, i want to bring hoodie i want to bring hoodie on this conversation what do you think about protests what do you think about this conversation add some value to the uh <clears throat> can y'all hear me okay yes sir we can hear you brother um i just want to say thanks for having me on you know 
I didn't even know um, Mr. Uber Lyft Jeep AZ guy. Um, I just randomly came across a video. I think it was like a month ago, month or two months ago. And all it said was, you know, protest uh, Valentine's Day. And it wasn't a fact. It wasn't about me. You know, it wasn't a protest. It wasn't about me doing something for myself. It was about somebody else is in a situation where they are being done wrong. A lot of other people express their uh, their their issues and their feelings where they feel like they're being done wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I could have gone out there Valentine's Day, you know, and done some numbers, but I'm the type of person, if there's somebody out there who says they need me to, they need me to do something to help them. And all I got to do is just take a day off. Okay. I'm going to do it. Cause let yep. me tell you something. If you don't think that these companies and these, you know, other people involved in this, in this uh, economy and in this process that we have here, in this commercial process that we have in this country and around the world, if you don't think that they're working together and colluding together, you know, basically doing the same thing to try to ensure their wellness, sure, you need to wake up. Is all around you. Yeah. So, a hey, lot look, of let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I appreciate that perspective. So, do you think this protest strike? was effective do you look at it as a positive right um you said do i think it's a, it's a positive yeah do you, do you do you think this last one this week was effective do you look back at it you taking your day off as a positive like it was a good thing well i mean i i personally do i haven't looked to be honest with you i haven't looked at what the outcomes were, you know, I'm not, I didn't look to see how much media attention it got. All I knew is that I saw, you know, the video for Uber, Lyft, Jeep, AZ, and I don't even follow him. I've never even seen one of his videos. It just popped up on my feed. Yeah. It was him and uh, another guy. I can't remember the name. And I said, all I said was, you know what? If they're feeling like it's something that's going wrong, then I'm going to do my part. So I'm not, you know, whether it was positive or not, all I know is I did my part. So, and that's, that's, that's positive for me. That's enough. Yeah. And see, and, and I'm also follow up with Hoodie said or whatever, just like we do prison reform and we speak for people in prison while we're free. Like a lot of us have never been to prison, but we always talk about the injustice system, the way things are going in courts. We protest all of that stuff, even though none of us are even in. The, I don't have any issues with the law, but when it comes time to protest the injustice that's being done against those people that do have issues in courts or in jails, we all stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves. I don't understand how somebody can say, I don't want to stand up for nobody. There's no way you can take this universe on by yourself. No way possible. The power bill you got was fought for. Otherwise, the government would just be like, you know what, charge people whatever power you want to charge them. How many times do we hear about people complaining about how much they're getting charged for power bills, gas in the winter and stuff like that? Mm. People are always protesting something out there. No, no. So, that's definitely I would say in America like that's all right. You know, we have we have that, that, that freedom to protest yes. for things. You know, if you're doing it peacefully, 
just, the police say, hey, it's your right. You could, and that's fine. Like, yeah. That is what we need to continue that. So I've just always thought there's some of the other things that you mentioned, Jeff, about protests and things like that that have happened in this country still going on today. To me, those are the things I get behind. I can't, I, I guess I'm not, my brain can't formulate why we're trying to say we're independent. We want the freedom of flexibility. We want to make cash on the side, off the book, all these great things. And we're also acting like employees. You know, some of the videos I saw, I saw some from the right they were doing a live broadcast. Yeah. This woman said she got deactivated 12 times. She's, that's that's impossible. That's no, impossible. Yeah, yeah, hold on for a second. I want you guys to give me one minute. She's lying. I think there's a psychology behind some individuals that protest and they get together, they embellish, they lie, they want attention. And I saw that this week. And I looked at that as a negative. It made us look weak. Yeah, that's in every group. That's in every group. In You're going to find people like that in every group. It's in every group. So I think we have protesters or strikers that are very strong. They're measured. They're, they have a, a clear, decisive message backed with facts and not emotion. But I think there are a lot of emotional drivers. And when you're, when you're trying to impact change and you're leading with emotion, that's not, I, I think usually that's not going to work. You know, I saw some of that with made me look like i mean but but if you say you're leading for change and you're emotional and it won't work but yet you celebrate martin luther king day you know what i'm saying he was an emotional leader who, who led, he led with his heart and you're saying it didn't lead to change well, it depends I, it depends that's yeah but but the thing is everybody want to talk about so many things being different but you don't look at the psychology behind human like nature things that humans do. Oh, well, that's different. Hey, working on a car is different from me working in the office. So you being a mechanic is different from me being a school teacher. It's all different. Everything's going to be different because nothing is the same. One thing is the same. You're human. You got common sense. You know that you can make a make waves in some if you stand up and you fight for yourself. You know if you don't fight for yourself, people are going to walk over you like a doormat. Those things remain constant across all sure. boards. So sure. everyone else talking about, oh, that's different. That's different. That's different. That's di What's the same? You stay a doormat, people, whether you, if you can be in a relationship with somebody, if you allow yourself to get cheated on 50 times, they're going to keep doing it. They ain't going to change. Sure. If you allow yourself to get played in ride share, they ain't going to change. The moment you stand up is when change st starts. So I don't care about, well, that's the same. This is not off on topic. This, a lot of these people are tunnel vision, shallow minded. They don't have universal wisdom. They're stuck in employee mindset. Well, no, I think I think I can see that you have more of a universal wisdom but my point was when i saw, when i was looking at the content and i'm gonna say this and it will rub some wrong it will some it will rub some people the wrong way i have to keep it a buck my eyes my 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 eyes the optics for me yeah was i saw a lot of weak people and that that i think is a negative for us we need somebody else that's a little more measured and a little more strong leading. I see a lot of people crying. But but how do you define weak though? Um, I think if somebody goes on, on a live and says they've reactivated 12 times, that's a weak person. They're looking for sympathy. They're looking yeah, I don't know how you can get deactivated 12 times. <laughs> that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I ain't see that. That's just crazy. I have a hard time just getting deactivated once. Yeah. Exactly. I, <laughs> I keep thinking I'm gonna get deactivated. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for me sometime soon, I think this year. But I, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. It's almost my guy. Yep. Um, okay, but I just want to say about that lady who got deactivated twelve times. Yeah. Like nobody on this chat or on this video can say one hundred percent that she's lying. That's so true. that's true. like why? 
why do people automatically just assume that somebody's lying? Maybe she is, maybe she's not. Nobody knows. I can tell you firsthand, I, I used to do ride share, okay? And she's in she's in South California. I, I did it in Georgia, which is basically Hollywood 2.0. I can see, you know, given that Uber started in 2009, perhaps she's been doing this for a long time. I don't know. But yeah, I could definitely see a situation where it's possible somebody could have been deactivated yeah. 12 times because people are crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, yep, it might yep. not be as crazy in y'all's in y'all's uh, markets, but in, in this market, especially in this little fake Hollywood place, people are crazy. But the point is, like, don't discredit somebody when you don't even have all the facts. Okay? If you, if you just say, I don't think so, that's fine, but like, don't just discredit somebody because then you're just shutting somebody's argument down, and not and and really, that's that's where ignorance comes from. Sure, so I can agree with that. I can like, agree why, with that. Why would you want to promote ignorance? Like, y'all got platforms. I I don't really have a YouTube platform, but y'all got platforms. If y'all really want to know, reach out to that lady. See see what the story is because maybe she's telling the truth, or maybe she get exposed. But until you do that. You like you're not really contributing anything except for negative energy to what what could be a bad situation for somebody. Uh, and I will I'll be the one that maybe I'm throwing out negative. I'm good with that because that woman's not telling the truth, and I gotta call shit out. So and if I go down with that, I'll take the channel down. If she could bring me receipts, I'll take the fucking channel. She's lying. So sometimes you don't have to know 100 percent to call bullshit. Because you're right. Nobody we can't we don't know each other. We're not. You know, we're not in each other's bank accounts. We're not this. But if I come out here and say, I worked yesterday and made a thousand bucks, you can, it'd be a fair assumption to say that I'm lying, right? That's a fair thing to say, right? Unless you can prove it, yeah. Unless I yeah. can prove it, right? Transparency. But yep. if I, yep. and if people are like, that's cap, that's cap, that's cap, I would have to, I would have to take that because it's such an unrealistic thing, right? Yeah. So for me, you know, calling it out just pinpoints the weak, like, and and you know me, I love when people say that's cap because that that means I got a new viewer because I'm gonna be show, I'm gonna show hey go to this video that's cap go to this video that's cap go to this video because motherfuckers don't like when you got a video already online proving exactly what you saying they don't like that oh ain't no way you could do that I got a video online go to my search box type it in they be like oh well I thought yeah exactly I love when people say that's cap because that should that that boosts my views on YouTube <laughs> oh listen I want to be human no I, I get it. Chris, welcome to the show. Um, let I want to get your take on this as coming from Australia, right? Where things are some things are similar, but the, the food delivery and other games are very, very different. What do you think about um, what you heard about the protest strike? What do you think about the conversation? Add some uh, value to the show, Chris. Yeah, abs absolutely. So I watched the the protest um, or strike, depending how people wanted to phrase it over there. I saw people saying protest, people saying strike. Um, very similar mindset. You know, you can't strike if you're a contractor. It it's, doesn't make any sense. Australia's a bit of a different kettle of fish over here. So we were recently legislated nationwide. Um, so the politicians got involved. They've legislated everything in gig, gig work now. So um, we can't strike or protest anymore. Um, the gig companies Damn. have zero interest in us. Um, because, and it's super simple, the, the way that the government's done their widespread re re uh, legislation around it is saying, uh, well, if you have a grievance now, you can go to Fair Work, which is an organisation in the government, uh, as a driver, as a union, as a lobbyist, as a 
the company even, DoorDash, Deliveroo, so they can go to these uh, Fair Work uh, organisations essentially and you lodge your grievance. Um, so now that that avenue's opened up, as a driver, there's no point striking or protesting because the companies will just turn around and say, well, you know, why should we change anything when you have this avenue now and anything that we change or put in place, all it takes is one driver to go in and it overrules everything that we put in place. So we're not going to waste our time, our resources doing this. We're going to sit back and see what comes through. So when I hear striking, protesting, all that kind of stuff over in the States, and uh, I think I did a video on it, um, you know, it, it, it's not going to work. And the biggest reason why it's not going to work is you have no one at the table. You need someone at the table with these companies sitting there going, cool, this for this specific company. If you don't have someone at the table talking about it, Nothing's going to change. Um, and Facts. the most basic thing, and this is what I put forward well, when I was doing my part, I was against legislation in Australia because uh, it was being driven by a union. And I was like, just tell me one thing. How much per hour or how much per active hour do you want drivers to get in this country? And the politicians and the union couldn't give a single figure or number. Um, so same in America. If you want someone at the table talking, they, they need to have a consensus between drivers they need to be able to say, this is exactly specific line what drivers want. Now, when it came to the strikes as well in the States, was New York striking? Was California striking? Was Seattle striking? Because uh, they got legislation passed recently. They got what they want. Um, or they got what they thought they want. Or maybe some people are against that legislation changes that occurred. But when you strike or when you protest, are you truly asking, I want legislation in my state? This is a per state, per city thing that you guys are going for. So it's either, do you want federal legislation? Because that's going to open a whole can of worms. So you've got conflicting legislation in California, in New York, in Seattle. Um, it's going to go through all kinds of jam-ups in politics. You, you've got to have a hellfire getting that through. So it comes down to per state, uh, which politicians want their votes because they're the guys you need to be talking at the table or pushing to get at the table with these companies. That's my take. That's that's my say on it. Um, we uh yeah, Chris, yeah. I appreciate that. We we definitely need a seat at the table. I made a video a couple weeks ago talking about that, and I was like, I called Jeff. I was like, put Jeff on the table. They're like, you know, Torsten. Shit, Torsten, don't don't put me up there. Put Torsten. <laughs> could be somebody. Like if DoorDash wants, I'll I'll fly out on my own dime. I'll sit down with Tony for a week. I won't make no money. Let's talk about the real issues. Uh, let's make a balanced decision for the merchant, the customer us and you know it has to work for everybody right yeah when they're asking for everything because at some point you know it's unrealistic but yeah a seat at the table chris jeff skm hoodie that's definitely what we need that's what i'd say all the time yep but this that. guy this guy mr uber or mike drop barbecue he already said it's a step in the process and that's like, what people keep on saying is not gonna work it's not gonna work okay you have no proof that is not going to work, but it's a step in the process. We're so, I feel like people, the majority of people in the society are so used to uh, thinking that you got to have all, all of the uh, eggs in the back, so all, all of the gears going and everything that you need in order to get started. No, you just got to start. You don't yeah. like, first of all, this country allegedly was started on protest. Okay, and if you don't True. think like, don't y'all think that it was some folks way back in in the uh, in the 18th century that was like, you know what? I'm kind of cool with the United Kingdom screwing us on all of these taxes and everything. You know, I don't want to cause no trouble. 
and not, so I'm just going to chill with it. But it was some other folks that was just like, I'm not cool with getting, you know, stuck with all these taxes and stuff like that. So I'm about to protest. And that's Boston what happened. Party. So how can you tell somebody else that their protest is not going to work? Like, if you just don't believe it, say, I don't believe in it. But don't tell somebody exactly. that it's not going to work because that's not helping. It's oh, they can say it. Right? It's trucker. It's a whole slew of truckers right now. That's about to start protesting all across the country, particularly in New York, because they don't feel, you know, cause for the, for their political reasons. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling them it's not going to work. I don't know what they got going on. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, understand that this country was built on protests. We are here because of protests. You know, if you don't believe in it, say that you don't believe in it. And I'm telling you all the time. Every protest had a leader. Um, if you look back through history, there was always a figurehead there that was speaking out, and then sure people rolled up behind them and stuff like that. Um, I guess my point here is that you know you need someone to you know kind of lead there, be at the table, um, protest, of course, but have someone speaking. Uh, when you have people, you know, screaming, emotional, upset uh, on you know social media, on news and stuff like that, um, and they're not actually saying what specifically what they want from this protest. Uh, without that figurehead saying specifically what we want, the protest is just a lot of noise. Yeah. And I think so, a lot of so people, like I said, expert in protesting, basically, is that, is that what's going on? No, he's saying exactly what I was about to say. If you don't have demands, what are you protesting for? I mean, you can't just protest because you're just mad. Just want to feel like yelling. Cause you're not making enough money. What are the demands you need set to say, I want to, we need to have things about deactivations. We need investigation before deactivation, not deactivate, then investigate. They got that backwards. We don't need government involved in our mess. We're independent contractors. It's a capitalist economy. We need states out there to allow us to buy our own commercial insurance. The apps allow us to choose our own commercial insurance instead of paying for their upgraded commercial insurance so we can make money on our own if need be. They're nothing but a marketing tool. These apps are a marketing tool. They are not ride share itself. They find rides for people like us so we can do something. We should be able to go out and find our own rides, do our own thing with nobody going, oh. But yet, if you do it on the app, you got to come up with $2,500 if you hit somebody. You don't, a lot of drivers don't even have $2,500. The moment they hit somebody, they're screwed and they don't even realize it yet because nobody's talking about it. So many drivers that have happened to already. They banged into somebody, their insurance won't touch it. Go to Uber, go to Lyft. Uber and Lyft are saying, you got $2,500? No, sorry. Rent, you can rent from us then. That's what these are the problems we have while we're protesting. This is why we fight. I know some people ask what what is like Pedro. I know you said a bunch of times, what is the next step or, or what are we gonna do? So yeah, there could be a seat at the table, but there's something that Mike Jump Barbecue said that the that inherent is inherently a solution. Competition is what's really gonna draw people and get some things changing like from an economic standpoint competition is really what starts changing the game and as he was talking about how he's doing his own thing and how people are out there doing their own thing even with delivery like it's people out there that are doing their own delivery uh business yeah you know what i'm saying and, too. and if people realize like yeah it's it it is a tougher task you don't have the benefit of just opening an app and letting it go but it's something that that's connect that's that can happen and people are protesting now but i foresee in the future people are going to start doing their own things and introducing competition so if these companies don't 
want that additional competition, perhaps they need to ease up on, you know, some of these things that people are saying they need to have, such as transparency and fairness, such as uh, a more fair review system, things like that. Yeah, true, hey, true. Let me ask you a question, then I'm going to open it up. I three people, Kevin, Gig Bell Tolls, and Roy. Um, don't, do you think, uh, just logically, if we continue, well, the protests are going to continue. That's not, that's not, that's not just going to stop, right? You can't stop now that the momentum's kind of going. You can't stop. Now we have, you know, these guys are going to have to go full tip, right? And I think Torsten's probably ready for that. Jeff's going to continue to talk about it, and many other people to talk about it. This is going to continue. Is going to be more media. Something's going to happen. And I hope nobody gets hurt at one of these things because that'll really. That's what I've been saying. But, yeah. But, you know, you're going to start putting more people together. The likelihood, you know. People, but, somebody's going to embed themselves in a protest to try to turn it to something it's not. Do something. Yeah. And, that, and that's yeah. going to, then we're going to get, it's going to be bad, right? Yeah. But let's just say that doesn't happen. We're not going to work. Don't you think the protests are going to lead to legislation? And it's going to lead to more of a W two employee model overall, and it's going to be forced. I don't unless you ask for it, and I'm not. I don't think we're asking for that. I we're just so. asking for the apps to the apps need to have more transparency with these riders. These are business transactions with a lot of hidden information and data in there right now. Right. I mean, only see, but that's the problem. But see, let me speak on that. That's the problem. You're, you're, that's the problem. You're not asking for it. The legislators are the ones that are going to make it happen, and we all know when once government gets involved in some. They go balls to the wall. They're not going to stop at what you want. They're going to stop at what they want. Hmm. And so what you're asking for, yes, maybe, but chances are they're going to go way above and beyond. And because you're going to have those candy ass fucking drivers out here that are going to come in and say, okay, now I want everything. And you're going to have more of the candy ass drivers asking for what everything versus the people like you that want specifics. And, that's and I, I agree with that, Roy. But and that's the thing. I haven't heard any politicians talking about it right now. But Roy's right. Once you open up the door, people are going to want to take advantage of the work of everybody else. Late, you're going to have some lazy ass, candy ass people wanting everything. The door. We have to open the door to get at the table. And if we're going to get at the table, you either need a union representative or a politician, right? So, and if we and once we go down this path of the continued protest and strike. Voices heard, these, you know, voices heard is a great thing. But I'm telling you, in, in order for us to get transparent, like New York City, like Seattle, where you see the upfront tip, you see, you know, in order to get that, legislation has to, right? So and that's my whole point is we might have these small wins, right, and get some things. But at the, at the end of the day, the end game is going to be overall negative, in my opinion. And that's what I think. I think the apps can help people out a lot by one lowering that deductible from twenty five hundred down to one or two hundred. If you wreck your car, nobody's got twenty five hundred dollars laying around if they wreck on the app. It's just not happening. It's not then they, happening. Then they, should, then they shouldn't be doing the app. Plain and simple. If you can't afford do, to play, do you, do you really you don't know how many people you, don't have twenty five hundred dollars right now? But if you can't afford to play the game, don't play the game. That's the, that's, that's a the lot thing. of people that's going to have to stop tomorrow then or right now. Right I mean, now. Guess what? Guess what? Those people that stop tomorrow means more money in your pocket because you got what it takes to do the job properly. This is the problem we have. Too many people want to want to defend these candy asses that want to come out here and do this, but they don't have what it Amen. takes to do in the first place. Amen. That's the problem. If, why, are we, why are we bound down these candy ass people? Oh, just so you know, I, uh, Jeff, how nice to meet you. 
uh, all the independent employees in the chat, howdy. Uh, I did lift for three years in Vegas, 12,500 12, rides. So I, I, so I can speak on that. Um, but yeah, that's the problem. We're, def we're trying to stick up for all these candy asses that don't want to go and take the step. Anybody can save up $2,500. If you can't save up $2,500, then you need to redo your finances. You are a corporate <laughs> I think, accountant. So you, right. need to learn to, you need to learn to yes. do your, your accounting properly. So if you do have that incident, it's just like how many candy asses don't even have the money to fix their brakes? That's, that's I talk not, about that all the time. Bumpers you know and shit hanging saying? off. So these are the people we're fighting for. We got the good people, Pedro, all these other gentlemen, I'm sure, out here busting our ass, doing what it takes to get it done right. And then we're sticking up for these candy asses that just want to sit back and have shit not given me. to them. And that's the problem. And that's the biggest problem. Oh, I believe you, Roy, man. Like I said, I talk about the same thing you talk about driving around, seeing cars with bumpers and shit duct taped and hanging on and stuff like this and that. They don't want to. Tonight, I was supposed to do wheel bearings on my car. I, I did brakes for another Uber driver the other day. I did all four of his rotors on his car. We put money up because we got to have money to do this job. If you can't afford to do this business, it's going to be a hard business to make well, a living in. That's what You're I'm gonna, saying. Why are we? Why are we? Why are we? Why have we? We were. We're all pigeons at one point. Then we figure out where the good food is. We we lift some weights. We become big birds. Why are we looking at the pigeons that can't figure it out for themselves and we're giving but them? That's why, but that's I, why I mean, most of us run our channel the way we run it. That's, we that's, run like workshops on our channel. Basically. Pedro, you run workshops. Anybody who does got a YouTube channel who talks about how to do this, you guys are literally running workshops without even that's realizing what, your what you're doing. You're helping what your people. Channel is. And, and you know what? why a lot of these people, Pedro, don't want to go out and become the big bird? they're you they got that w2 mentality that's why they ask for all this shit in the first place so they've never been they've never been in a position to be become a big bird because they don't have the mentality of what it takes to be a big bird they're just more happy sitting in the background hoping like the regular employee at let's say a restaurant the dishwasher guy hoping that somebody's oh. going to speak that somebody's going to speak up for him and say hey i think the dishwasher needs a raise that's the kind of mentality that nine, probably 80, 75% of these drivers You're not have. wrong. You're they, not wrong. They want to sit back and be handed everything. And everybody up here has been successful doing what they're doing uh, because they did what it took. They learned. They did what it took to do it the right way versus cry, baby. Let me go out and stand out inside. And, and I've seen it. I've seen the bullshit. I've seen people at the airport lot here in Vegas cooking hot dogs on a barbecue grill just sitting there. I've seen this shit. So these are the people we're picking up for. They're having barbecues in the bum lot at fucking Vegas Airport. Roy is like, stupid. He said they barbecue a hot dogs and shit at the airport. That's ass, fucked bro. up. <laughs> you lying. You lying. I ain't never seen no shit like that. Yeah, bro. I've seen it. I've seen it. But, man, he, he right, though, man. And it's like a lot of us, we've done the work to to say this is how you have to do it you guys got to listen and we teach people how to stand up for themselves how to fight for these dollars because if you don't fight for these dollars like the app screwed a lot of us they took lux off the platform a lot of us was lux drivers we don't do that no more so we had to find a new way to keep making money and these apps will suck you in hey go out and buy this nice ass car as soon as you get it guess what no lux platform people get sucked into that all the time so now we got to fight to get money to pay off these expensive cars and we're not getting the rates for these expensive cars no more so what do we do we fight we go in we fight for that money there's, there's a, a good point to raise so um and i don't think we've really touched base on it um what we we're talking about good drivers out there right now um people doing good driving good driving uh but there are thousands tens of thousands of terrible drivers out there 
and this legislation is to pull them up. There's drivers sitting around there filling up their boot with car for an, uh, their food of food in a car for an hour. Still going cold. Customers getting pissed off. Uh, the companies are paying out refunds to these customers. Customers are losing. Uh, companies are losing money from these guys. Uh, there's there's drivers that you know screw up drop offs. There are drivers who um, struggle to to get the basics of the job done right. And this is where like legislation would pull these drivers up to you know a, a basic or fair pay, pay compared you know to what a good driver would be doing. Um, should we be having you know these changes and these protests to pull up these bad drivers, or should there be more stuff from companies or more checks and balances? to remove the bad drivers who are costing the companies money, costing us money. There's only so much money in the driver pool and the budgets for these companies. Yeah. And if they're wasting all this excess money on yeah. terrible drivers out there, why do we deserve a pay raise when we still have yeah. so many bad drivers out there doing and I'll, terrible And jobs? I'll speak on that as well. And I'll speak on that as well. This is the problem, you guys. This is what ends up fucking screwed. Excuse me. I'm trying not to curse. I got the party. I got the party. Go the party. Go the party. Go You're at the wrong party, buddy. Um, I'm this, Italian, Roy. Go okay. No cursing? Cursing stage. Okay, fuck it then. I'm fuck it. I'm going to curse. You know, go, go for it. Do Roy. Do Roy. Just don't be stealing my lingo. Just don't be stealing my lingo. We're cool. No worry. I'll do it. And this is what Chris is talking about. That's oh what fucks us up. Because, because the people that have actually took the time, busted their ass, learned, and making the big money that we're making, we're trying to push these ding dongs up. And at the end of the day, pushing these ding dongs up are gonna fuck our money up because now we gotta we're mm -hmm. being legislated or we're being pushed into something we didn't want because we bust our ass and we do it the right way. But because we gotta we got these ding dongs here that just want to sit back and be given everything, it ends up screwing us in the long run. Um, and then we have to readapt our shit. And then when we readapt it, come back on, say, hey, I'm boom, boom, boom. Then you're gonna have the candy asses in the background or or whatever crying again. Well, why is he doing it? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? So it's a never yeah. ending. That's why I said it's a bunch of fucking crybabies. Drivers are their own worst enemy. No matter what you give Amen. them, no matter what you give them, they're never gonna, they're never gonna be satisfied. It's always more, 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 more. Like I said, them and their ten dollar McDonald's mentalities, that's all they come in the game with. These people have never made even if they came from a ten dollar an hour job and they're making thirty dollars, be grateful you're making thirty dollars because better than that ten you were fucking making. And if you weren't, if you couldn't make thirty dollars or forty dollars when you were making your ten, what the fuck makes you think you're worth forty or thirty dollars now? That's it. Knowing okay, your but, worth, but you're, speaking on, yep. you're speaking on a lot of assumptions. Like one thing that a lot of people tend to forget is that like all these markets are different. Okay, so yeah. you don't know everybody's situation. You can't assume that everybody, you know, the way that you're describing these people, fits every single every single person. And I, you know. I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong, but at the same time, what I am saying is that you don't know everybody's situation. You don't know what everybody's going through. I personally don't know why you guys are so concerned about these quote unquote candy asses slash pigeons slash all of this stuff so much. But well, that's what they are. Let the guy talk. Let the guy talk for a minute. Yeah. That's all they know how to do is bring up excuses. Well, I'm not making this money. They want somebody to hold their hand and guide them every step of the way. Instead of stepping up and taking personal responsibility. And I'll tell you one thing right now. A lot of people in this country that are in a financial pickle, 
They're not a financial pickle because the decisions they they've made. They blow their money in stupid shit. <laughs> they, they go they go find us they go they, they, they go to a sick job. <laughs> and you know what? I'm tired of it, man. So you know you, you drivers, a lot of drivers, I'll be happy they would just leave. And you know yeah. what? I don't feel sorry for you when you take a nine dollar order going twenty-five miles. You you don't have to take it. And you take it, that makes you a dumbass. Okay, an absolute dumbass. That shouldn't that, even that, be a thing. And, that, and that's, we, so, that's why we that's why we concern ourselves with these people because in the long run, all these people are gonna be the ones costing us money in the in the future. So that's why we worry about it. And as far as I don't know other people's situations, I don't know other people's markets, I don't have to know that. They are the ones that need to know that. They, well, your market need under, they need again. to understand if they can't figure out their market or their market isn't good for them, move the fuck on instead of coming on chats, going outside with your sign at the airport. Go somewhere else and adapt. Move Amen. The fuck on. So they can't protest? Is that what y'all saying? They, no, they you, can't you can protest, protest all you no, nobody, want. Nobody said that. All you want. Um, why don't you protest yourself? Quit being a lazy ass. Quit asking yeah. everybody. And there's a lot of drivers... There's okay, a lot of drivers I saw doing a protest that were that were on the news and they were saying, well, I work 10 hours a day and I'm only making a hundred dollars. That shit's crazy because <laughs> you're I, doing it wrong, man. <laughs> how many times have you seen me yeah, quit after right. an hour and a half saying ain't no money out here? If you out there for 10 hours and you saying, oh, I only made a hundred dollars a day. You're doing it wrong. You're fucking okay, But here's the point. There should not even be a nine dollar order going 25 miles. That makes no sense. Well, why, why do you think that we have those orders? Because these because you drivers take the orders. That's the point. Why is the system even operating? That? Nobody that's not a legitimate that's not even a legitimate offer. I've done 14 months. Let me show you something. Like, why don't y'all realize that's the point? Kevin there should not dog, even be a dog. Dog. You know what? Hey, you know what? When drivers, yeah, you know what? I love Kevin, man. I love Then you might stop saying garbage. <laughs> why, why do you think we have Top Dasser? Why do you think we have the Diamond Program? Because Fruit. so many drivers are suckers. And these CEOs, they that's take full advantage of that. They take full advantage of that. Exploitation. They go, hey, we, 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 that we got a bunch of suckers right. that's going to take the garbage. Exactly. And that's why what he said was exactly right. You have $9 for 25 miles because some jerk off is going to take it because they have put themselves in a financial situation that they got to take all the garbage just to pay their bills because they aren't financially responsible. Um, they live outside their means. They want to be the baller when they, they ain't balling dick. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that's why you have these orders is because people are willing to take it because they put themselves in such a poor financial situation. They have no choice at that point. And um, that's the biggest thing I see in any gig work. These people have they'll run themselves into the fucking toilet instead of realizing mm -hmm. th uh, instead of realizing this ain't for me. Let me. Yeah. Move and on then they cry. But they'll run into the for toilet. Get up homeless, whatever the case may be, just because well. they don't want to sit there or they got that mentality. I can't follow a boss, bitch. The customer is your boss. DoorDash is your boss. You got bosses already, so don't. So that is the lamest fucking excuse I, I hear all day long. I don't want to have to deal with the boss. You deal with three or four bosses every day: the customer, DoorDash, your wife, your kids. 
for any everybody's your boss. There you go. There so, you go. So quit running. These people need to realize, hey, if it's not working for me, move the fuck on. But instead, we got people doing these protests, trying to try to help these little babies, pat the little babies on the back. Here, let me get that pacifier. That'll make you happy until until the next round. Uh, then you run yourself into the ground and you can't do it again. So if we, yeah, if we that, flip that's the, the script around uh, a little bit. So say if we did move across to drivers, could add their own bids on their own rates, their own. You know, I follow a proper contracting model through on it. We would all get beaten by people willing to take it cheaper. There's always going to someone be someone who does it one cent cheaper. That's a good point. To get the job, they'll, they'll scrap the jobs, and we're in the same spot again. So it comes down yeah. to do do we need legislation then? Um, to stop that from happening because it'll be a race to the bottom if it's not from the companies racing to bottom with algorithms, it'll be a race to the bottom from drivers willing to do it cheaper. Hmm. Yeah, um, and that's where we got right now. That's where we are a very saturated market <laughs> with a lot of people willing to take shit for cheap, and it's pricing out the people who hold their worth up. So you got a whole bunch, like just like Roy said, you got a bunch of people at the bottom who don't want to bust their ass to get up to the top, and they're drowning out the market in the economy. And I think that's why we protest because we're running to the apps going, hey, you guys are exploiting these people at the bottom, running us out of the market because we're a little higher paid, we feel. And it's pushing us to go do cash rides. So we're saying if we start doing business this way, give us that leverage. Let us have our own commercial insurance. Let us you because right now my man Jamil is getting charged twice. He has his own commercial. Plus, he has all of his stuff that he's doing at the airport and stuff like that. He pays for his own airport shit and everything. So Roy's right. For a lot of what he's saying, you're always going to have pe people at the bottom not wanting to put forth any investment, any time, any fucking effort. It's always going to be like that. There is no change in them people. No, so we got to figure out people, how to get people. them people out. Yeah, we don't have to dig those people out. I don't have to dig them out. I'll tell you what, I, I would let you and everybody else go dig them out, but I'm not digging them out. Because <laughs> I work at a W2 that deals with DoorDash, and I've seen DoorDash drivers that come in picking up pizzas they don't even have a fucking pizza bag and they can get free i see that shit all the time here dude yeah. so that's the that's the mentality that we deal with these are the people we're sticking up for they're trying to stick a pizza in their little fresh doordash bag the doordash just gave them instead of, it, it's ridiculous <laughs> or not putting a bag at all yeah it, it's it's some crybaby shit and i you know i hate the crybaby shit I don't give a fuck about a pizza bag or a fucking carry bag, okay? <laughs> like, bag. if you want to carry that but, shit, then then cool. But like most, and maybe that's how y'all got to run in your market. In this market roof. that I work in, most people don't even give a fuck. Most people got way too much shit. They're letting that shit sit at the door, and then they get to it when they can. They're not even sitting, checking for a fucking bag. But, but the that, point is, but, if you if if you don't want to dig these people out, if you don't want to look out for people at the bottom, then don't. You okay? can't. You ain't Nobody, even looking out for your fucking self to you, do anything. Wait a minute, bro. But, you ain't even looking out for your fucking self to do your job properly. What do you mean? Don't worry about a pizza bag. How the fuck are you <laughs> delivering pizza without a pizza bag? I didn't, say, I, I, like four pizza I didn't bags. say I don't. I didn't say <laughs> I don't. I said I don't give a fuck, fuck about. You ain't you ain't even willing okay. to help yourself. On I don't the give a fuck what about a pizza bag. I don't give a fuck about. You don't take your job serious. You don't even take the job serious. I don't give a fuck about a bag. I didn't say I don't, but it it's means a no difference rule. to me if my driver comes at me with a bag or not. Okay, little thing. But it's a DoorDash rule, though. It's not a customer rule. It's a DoorDash rule. And it's about keeping the about keeping the pizza like out of the elements and keeping it warm versus you know it just showing up. Cold and shit like I mean that's what yep. it's made for. It's like an insulator. 
And I understand why they do it. Because if I ordered a pizza and I paid fucking $32 for it, I want that shit as close to fresh as I can keep it. That's all. DoorDash does not care. A lot of these food orders, a lot of these food orders be sitting on the shelves getting cold. These folks do not care. They will literally pick somebody. Throw a tip on it. Throw a tip on it. Shit. They will literally pick somebody. These companies will literally pick somebody from five miles away to go to a restaurant when it's people that's closer, when it's restaurants that's closer to take an order 20 miles away, like these folks don't give a fuck about Man, when you when you value a delivery right? driver, when you, you value a delivery it. driver like you me, when why? I'm covered in no, transmission. Why? Because we got a bunch of bird brains. That's yeah. why. Because <laughs> these companies know that they got a bunch of bird brains that will go ahead and be more than happy to go ahead and do it. Well, you know see, what? When... I, I let them do it. I want and them to do it. Pigeons. Because you know what? There's I'll take that tip out of order going two miles. Thank you very much. And, See, and, and, and I tell everybody, if you're using food services, don't look at the delivery of, of it being what you're paying for. You're paying for you not having to go in the house, clean yourself up, put on different clothes, get in your car, drive absolutely. down, pick it up, come back. That's what I look at. So when I drop a $15, $20 tip, that's saving me time for having to get out of these oily-ass clothes just to go do all this shit myself. So it's like, don't Amen. look at the delivery. Just erase that. Look at the value of who you are and how you value your own time. And that's how you apply money on a tip. So, you know what? I think it's worth probably about $15, $20 for me not to do all this shit. Mm -hmm. Throw $15, $20 on it. Call it good. You're going to yeah, lose it one day anyways. Safer. And, and, and hoodie, hoodie, look, look at it this way. You say these people out here don't give a shit about a bag. Why should we give a shit about them? They don't give a shit about their own job. They don't give a shit about the customers that, are, that they're they're potentially helping, like Jeff says, delivering them food and shit. So why the hell should we look out for them? If they're not looking out to make themselves uh, look good as a customer service rep or whatever the case may be, why the hell are we worried about them? Why should we? Okay, so I, you know, I don't know how it is in y'all's market. Let me start there. I don't know how many of these types of people y'all come across in y'all's market, but those, in my opinion, that's a relatively small percentage of the people who are actually out here trying to do it the right way and are getting exploited uh, by the process. Those are the people that I personally care about. I also care about the customer who has, who I don't know how it all is in y'all's market, but the rates have gone up significantly and the customers are paying more yeah. and the people doing the work are getting paid less. So that doesn't make sense to me that customers are paying more and drivers are getting less. Okay. Whether it's food, whether it's rusher, like that, that makes no sense to me. And that's, that's just backwards, especially when the uh, executive pay of the companies is going up and then when you think about the uh, companies taking a 30, 30 to 45 percent cut off of the uh, off off the, the front end and the back end of the order, I mean, some, something's just not added. Yeah, up, see, and that's okay? the transparency right there. We talk about that with transparency and just letting riders and customers know what all this money is going to, what all these fees are breaking down. You just paid 100. Let us show you what this 100 went to, you know. 52 went to the driver, the other, you know, 48 or 50 went and they'd be like, damn, I don't know. I was paying that much in just fees. Imagine fees. Like, let's say you go to a grocery store and you buy groceries, but you find out out of all the groceries you just bought, really the groceries are $30, but you just paid an extra 70 in fees. You'd be like, dude, but I'm only about $30 worth of groceries, though. You'd be like, man, this is the fees are killing people when they realize their fees. It it just it starts. It stops making sense. Yeah. 
But that's not our fucking business, bro. That's like going to Home Depot and saying, okay, I got to buy $5 for a thing of lumber. Um, you don't know what it involves. The employees have to be paid to load that lumber. They have to pay the lumber company to get that lumber to them. So th at the end of the day, the transparency, it's none of our business. It's not our business to ask, okay, I went and bought a, a thing of strawberries for, let's say, $5. It's not, I don't care if the company paid $100 for the strawberries. Guess what? They got to get their money somehow. They got bills to pay. They got that building that they're paying for. They got the, the pickers or the people that bring the fruit to them. So there's always going to be a cost. So even if they did show us, okay, you got 50, they got 48. It's none of our fucking business because we don't know at the, we don't know the bottom line of these companies and what the, what their costs are. Nobody in this room right now can tell me what Lyft pays for their servers. They, they can't tell me what they pay to get these servers to True. run this app all year long. So how can we ask for transparency when we don't even know what these companies are, are their, their expenses? Well, you that's for their accountants to figure out how to run a sustainable business. And no, we've been an independent country. Yeah, their accountants have to run a sustainable business. But on our end, we have to be our own accountants and run our own sustainable business as well. But you do that. So, but you do that. You do that on your own by cherry picking the orders you do. Yep. That's how yes. you do it. You go out there, you I learn agree. the market, mm -hmm. you cherry pick, you do the right way. I agree, that's, Roy. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. As long as my pockets are fat, I can give a fuck what lift me. I can okay, and, that's well, why, see, and that's why we do ride-alongs. We do that. Like, if you are an individualistic person and you're only concerned about your own pockets, then you're not going to understand the person that says they may they they can see that there's something wrong here. They can okay, see that okay, other well, I'm people sorry, are getting I'm exploited. Sorry. I, I, and you're not going to understand why somebody would stand up for them. And no, that's cool. No, no, if you no, want to be I'm an individual. Hold on. If you want to be an individual person and only be concerned about your own pockets, that's cool. I'm not I'm not mad at that, but I'm not that type of person. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I got an idea. I asked me, answer me this. How many of those people that protest paid your light bill last month? How many of those people? Yeah, of course I'm worried about my pockets because I'm the one paying my bills. There ain't nobody standing at the airport holding a sign paying my fucking car payment. They're not paying my fucking house bills. So why? Well, yeah, of course my first concern is always going to be myself. And then on top of that, why am I going to worry about these? These people are trying to hurt my pockets. You, so you don't have to. Sorry for them hurting my pockets. Of you don't I'm have to. <clears throat> no, no, you don't have to. If you are the type of person that's only concerned about yourself, that's cool. But it's people out there that recognize there's a community. There's people out there that recognize their strength oh and unity. Okay, it's just like labor unions. You know, labor unions get together and have to uh, bargain collectively because it's not about the one worker. You know, people who participate in labor unions. It's not about the one worker. It's about all of us. So. If you are the type of person that doesn't rock with that, you know, you can run, you can do this your own way. But there are people who want to protest and are saying, we recognize there's a fault here. There's something that's wrong. And we want to stand up. Like I said earlier, all it took for me was just to see a video from, you know, my dude on here to say, hey, this is what we're doing. I said, okay, well, I can, you know, spend a day off and support these folks like i'm not tripping like that you know what i'm saying okay, but you're, you're conflating what, what you're trying to do is when you bring up these ideas that oh these other workers that you know strike protest for the other you're you're, you're looking at that's a w-2 mindset bro because these are w-2 jobs that do that you're independent i'm going to say the independent employee slash independent contractor whatever you want to call yourself 
But you're a contractor. You're an independent contractor. There is no getting together and throwing strikes. When you see companies like these hotels throw a strike, that's because they're W-2. It's a labor union. There is none of that when you're an independent contractor. There is no independent contractor labor union. I don't I, I don't know of one. Does any of you guys do? Because I sure the fuck don't know of one. So you're mm-hmm. an independent contractor. That means you're independent. Well, y'all keep using the word buy. strike. That I said protest. It's just a protest. Said. That's what I call it, a protest. I There's no way protest. we can strike. Because like even doing a protest, even doing a protest, people are going to work because yeah. a lot of people did cash rides during the protest. They didn't just not work. Strikes usually don't work. But during a protest, you do work. Some people okay. doing cash rides. Some people were doing high, uh, high bonus and high surge rides only. They said, "I'm only doing high surge, high bonus today. I'm not doing any cheap rides." So there's different ways to protest how you feel in your market. Because I know how our market is, and I tell people all the time, I, I got the videos on my channel. I could work three days. I work. I used to work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and that was it. And in those three days, every week, religiously, fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars, only working eight hours a day. All the videos on my channel for all the motherfuckers. No, that's not possible. Videos on my channel, knock yourself out. But now, when I see that the market, I can work a day or two. I'm only making one hundred seventy-five, two hundred. I'm like, wait a minute, something's wrong. Since the protest, though, this is what's funny. Since the protest, I haven't worked more than like maybe five, six hours, and I'm still bringing on almost like eighty, ninety dollars an hour. Because I yeah, think so, they're realizing that if they don't pay us, we're going to start doing cash rides now. <laughs> that's what they're scared of. They're like, I oh, these dudes doing Valentine's cash rides. Day. Yeah, and that's that? the funny thing is that, yeah, go out and protest because the real hustlers, they're going to be out there making money while the little protesters are out there crying because they can't do it for themselves. Well, so then, y'all should protest be happy then. Well, then go, out and protest, go out and protest all you want because the real hustlers and the people, they're going to go out and make that money. Because well, then but that's you, only for know, one day. You should be happy then. I, I tell you, you, should, I'll tell you what's you concerning. There's protesters out there. And that's all I said. Post it like, Go ahead and protest so I can go out there and make that well, money. Well, great. Yeah. Great. Well, then it's working. Yeah. You're getting on, paid more. So what? at the end result, you're getting paid more one way or another. So yeah, what maybe, is the problem? But, but maybe if you get out of the Time out, guys. Time out. Try to get word in. Maybe if you got out of the crybaby mindset and went and learned to do your shit right, you wouldn't be the one out there protesting. You'd be out there making the money like the rest of us. <laughs> Why do you Roy, care? Roy. Right, Come out. Why do you care? <laughs> Come out. All right. What you got, Pedro? What you got? I want to give everybody a, a you know a minute or so, some final final words. Um, but before I do that, I think I want to answer a question. Uh, from Hoodie. And Hoodie, I appreciate you coming up here, man. Thank I appreciate everybody for coming up here with your different opinions, perspectives. I think it, it makes for a great conversation, right? We don't always have to agree with each other. You know, me and Jeff don't have to agree, but we can respect each other. All, all eight of us can respect each other for our perspectives because we are in different marketplaces. We, we've been working at apps this amount of time, that amount of time. We, you know, some of us might care about the, the pigeon or whatever word we want to use and other ones are like, hey, I got to pay my light bill. It's all good, right? But to answer the question about why do you care about so many protests and why does it matter? Why does it matter? For me, I, my opinion, this is my opinion. My opinion is we're thinking about the moment too much and we're not thinking about the future. I've always, I was just about to say that. I've always been very steadfast. Bet on you. (laughs) That's the genesis of my channel is bet on you, right? I want us to be thinking about the future. And for me, the more protests we have, I feel like what we're doing is we're just leveling it, like it's taking money out of my pocket. Right? So long term, I think it's 
it could possibly be a negative because we're pandering individuals that can't figure it out or shouldn't be face. Geek work is for everybody, right? I know Jeff can probably agree with it. This is not for everybody. It ain't. I say it all the time. Yep. That's what I'm This is cutthroat. Yeah. Just a sec, just for a moment. I don't want us to win 25 cents. We're here trying to get 25 more cents an hour. Like that is not significant change, right? Yeah. Uh, but I want to get it. I want to get to Jeff. We'll go to Melody and go back to Chris. Ron, I'm gonna give you about some final thoughts, and I'll. I'll yeah. So usually, what I say, even even with the protests. My channel is more designed not to just to protest and bring light to the situation, but to educate people on how to drive better and smarter, how to strengthen yourself. It's kind of like going to the gym. I'm going to teach you how to work out. I'm going to teach you how you might lift 100 pounds a day, but you're going to lift 120 tomorrow. Then you're going to 145 the next day. My protest is, is a process. It's longer than just one day. Like a lot of people say, well, I'm going to take the day off. Well, you take the day off and not make money. In the long run, doing it the way I do it, in the long run, you're going to make more money. If you're driving at a dollar a mile all year, it's going to take you 100,000 miles to make $100,000. If you're driving at $4 a mile, it's only going to take you 25,000 miles. 25,000 miles versus 100,000 miles is 75,000 miles worth of risk, wear and tear, fuel, and everything else. So, yeah, I teach people how to get more money through protesting the bullshit that's going on by fighting it every day. You're out there fighting it every day. But we can stand together collectively one day on February the 14th to show how many of us believe in the power of who we are. And that's that's what I say about it. Respect. Yeah, I appreciate that perspective. SKM, I'm going to unmute you. Uh, go ahead and give us some final thoughts. Uh, I, I just wanted to thank you, uh, uh, Pedro. Um, actually, what you stand for is a big reason why I started following your channel. I relate to a lot of things you say. Um, but, uh, I really definitely want to touch base on Valentine's day. Uh, you know, you know, I was kind of on the fence of working it, but you know, I, I got to support my family and that's first number one. So Valentine's day, I noticed something just, you know, I don't know if it was just lack of drivers or, you know, whatever it was, but the base pays were just extremely high. So I don't know if that was a counter move on that. This is Uber eats particularly. Um, but Uber Eats, I was just crazy busy and I had two, a double order for 28 miles for 76 bucks. The tip was only like six bucks. Um, and only one, one person tipped. So I don't know if that, I don't know exactly how that works exactly. You know, I, and that was like towards the end of the night, I would say. Um, that was just definitely something I wanted to point out just cause I thought it was, unusual and different so i don't know if they were ready for us or anything like that i think the companies sometimes could do a good job at throwing money at a problem and they yeah. wanted people were getting deliveries on valentine's day right you know some of those uber customers have that uber pass and they pay a lot of fees and they want to have a yeah. good experience so i think uber probably put some surges or doordash might have had some peak pays i definitely saw some of those when i worked that day so i think it's something that they do even when it's just other holidays where there's no protests they're going to incentivize people to get out there and work they want to get those deliveries turned and burned you know um of course. but you know i'm glad you brought that up that you you know share some of your market perspective um hoodie smurf i'm gonna unmute you my friend oh i see uh there if you can give us some final thoughts please thank you my, my final thought is just in, in general like if this is something that and i'm glad you said this Pedro. i'm glad you said that your fear is that is going to affect your money uh, in the long run. But what I kind of don't understand is that 
you often say in your videos, you don't need this. You got other ways that you can make money, okay? You talk about it in a nonchalant kind of way. And, you know, it, it's it's like there you don't have the fear. But because people are protesting, I don't understand how you have the fear now. I don't I don't understand how you say, you know, you encourage people to bet on you. But when it comes to people who want to protest something that they feel is unfair in their eyes and they're betting on themselves and their ability to do that in their way, now it's a problem. So if there is one way to bet on you, I was not aware of that. But the way I see it is at the end of the day, all I need, all I saw was that there's some people who felt they're being done wrong. I could relate to that. So I said, I'll Thanks. turn, I'll turn my apps off for a day and show a support for these people who feel like they're done wrong. You don't have to agree with that. If other people made money, I'm happy. Okay. If if it works out where other people end up making more money, great. Yeah, no, I, I'll respond. That's a fair question. This is how I would answer it. It's one thing to bet on yourself for five days a year. I want motherfuckers to bet on themselves 365. So that's okay. how. I, and I think I think betting on yourself five days a year is great. I'm for it. I'm not against you. But I'm challenging people to, to look at the apps differently. And I don't want you to just get a 25-cent raise or to get this $200 here. That's small money. I want us to think differently more long-term. I think if that energy was used every single day versus five protests a year, individuals would be better served. That's my that's my thought on that. Yeah, but to what he said, he's not. He, you're not betting on yourself. You're letting all these other people bet on you, uh, the protest. You're not betting on yourself. You're betting on a whole, everybody else standing there in their little picket line with you. That's betting. That's that's not betting on yourself. That's betting that hopefully that if you've got enough of you standing there. That you might be heard. That's that's not betting on yourself. That, I don't. I don't. That makes no fucking sense to me. That that. that, well, that. I, I see what Roy's saying. <clears throat> no, I see what Roy's saying because he's got it right. Some people are not going to want to pour their weight. That's all Roy is saying. Some, and we know that's true in everything we ever do. You're going to have a, a, a conglomerate of people who are not going to pull their weight. They're going to want somebody else to do all the heavy work while they get the benefits of that heavy work. I see where Roy's going for, and he's right. And the apps or us or somebody, we need to figure out how do we get everybody to come along and stop being dead weight in these protests? Because they'll protest, or they won't, but then when they get back out there, they won't pull their weight. A lot of They're heads. relying on us to do it. Yeah. So I see where he's coming from. He's he's not wrong. He's right. Hey, that was a big picket line, okay? You talking about a little picket line trying to be disrespectful. That picket line was actually bigger than it had ever been, so... That's just what I say to that. Like, if you if you don't agree, that's fine. But like, it, it doesn't being matter if it's ten crybabies or hundred crybabies to me. It doesn't matter. I don't care about. Well, you, you automatically label uh, it everybody as a crybaby. Like, you're the because one you're a crybaby. So you have to ask other people to do be able to make money doing a job that, as an independent contractor, you should be learning to do yourself. Then, okay, then you're a crybaby. Okay, I'm gonna just let you be ignorant. Go ahead. I'm gonna just let you be ignorant. How about instead of standing there with your little sign, you go out and learn your market better. Right, you go you learn out how you pick up spots, better situation. restaurants. Why don't you, you do don't that? know anything about me, but you just assume I'm a crybaby. Okay, that makes sense. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. 
I know. That's how I look at it. I look at it as all you guys are doing is asking other people to co- to to cobble you to make sure you get what you want instead of you going out and getting what you want. Nobody that's all that is. Do anything. I ain't asking you. I think a lot of people protest it. Do it, bro. You are asking me. You come on I ain't YouTube. You to do anything. You, you guys come on YouTube and you're pushing a protest. You're asking us all to do it. You're asking everybody in this room to do it. To do your help you with your protest. So I literally, I literally said, if you don't want to protest, don't protest. What are you talking? But about? I did a short. I did a Why short that listen? said 100 percent participation is not necessary. I did a short on my channel that said 100 percent participation is not necessary for a protest because I believe a protest is not a strike. I believe a protest is getting a, a strike would take 100 percent participation for a strike to work because you'd have people scabbing and going across. But I believe a protest does not require 100 percent participation. It requires people to listen, people to hear what the problems are and us to look at how do we fix these problems. That's what a protest is to me. You think a non-tipper is going to listen to anybody? They don't give a shit. They already know they're non-tipping. They got to go in the app and put zero, zero, zero. So they don't give a flying <laughs> fucking first place. They, so they you, go you, in you the app and put zero, zero, zero. These yeah. motherfuckers, they yeah. do that shit on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening to that shit. Then we'll go to Then we'll go Yeah, I'll come here for just to balance one and kind of wrap up my part here. Um, so you have the control as an independent contractor right now to accept or decline. That control's in your hands. That's what you can do. Uh, that's what you can control. But it comes down to processing. You're asking for someone at the table or someone uh, that's not you at the table, uh, unless you are leading a protest, unless you are leading a union or something like that. The realism is that once you get these people at the table, some of them don't have their best interest for gig workers there. In Australia, we, we saw legislation passed through nationwide. There was 600 pages of legislation from different politicians. It got jammed in and then they wouldn't pass stuff because they wanted their little political tweak in there and then their little political action in there. Uh, it was 600 pages of changes and gig working on that was about four pages of it. Four pages out of 600. And what now that that's through, uh, we, we don't have a say anymore as gig workers. It's the big boys at the table. We have politicians now determining what we can, what we can't do, the funnels we need to move through, and they've created a government entity that controls the outcomes of what comes through. And it's, yeah, you're still in a very lucky spot in America um, where there's only a couple of areas legislated around this. Uh, You still have a, a clean battlefield ahead. My battlefield, my fight ahead now is with this fair work organization to figure out, hey, if any individual driver can put stuff through and get change done, uh, how do I approach this? And if I can do it myself individually, what is not what I think is the best for drivers, but how do I figure out what the consensus of drivers want? Because Mm -hmm. it's not just about me, because if it's just about me and what I want on gig driving, I'm not better than the politicians trying to jam stuff through. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I, I, I don't want to be the person that says it must be like this. But the challenge now comes down to what is the consensus of what the vast majority of drivers want going through. And that's something that gets very lost. Understandably, in these online groups, we do become very echo chambery. There's only a small amount of us and we get the same ideas bouncing around. Uh, but, you know, the 90 percent, they're, they're not tuned in online, guys. Uh, the 90 percent are out there just grinding, hustling, trying to figure it out. Uh, so... The next steps, I guess, uh, would be Hit up the workshop. How, how, how do we how, how do we figure this out? How do we how do we figure out what drivers want specifically, 
and get everyone to agree to it. Because uh, until we have that, um, there's always going to be people unhappy with the yeah. change. There's always going to be dispute. There's always going to be protests. Always going to be picketing. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the problem. You're never going to get 100 percent consensus. You could ask 100 people the same question: What do you want for gig work? You'll get 100 different answers. So that's the thing. You're never going to come to a consensus because once again, nothing is good enough for these people. You could go tomorrow and say, "Okay, you're guaranteed 26 dollars." There's a specific guy I know. He's on YouTube. He's complaining because now he's not getting the orders. They're making sure he gets $26 an hour. That's the kind of shit you ask for when you go out and do these things. And that's the problem when you don't have a, everybody's, that's why it's called independent. We all had different needs. We all get different things out of these jobs. So to sit there and think you're going to get enough people to come to the consensus of what they want, it's never going to happen. It never has. This shit's been going on for like, what, eight yeah, nine right. years now? And people still have right. different right. opinions on what? Fuck your pizza bag. <laughs> no, you can get a, see, that's what's funny. These people, I saw the comment about how it was one of Instead of Dave Chappelle, fuck your couch, bag, fuck your John's, pizza bag. Pizza bag. <laughs> go, go to Papa John's, get a free pizza bag. You don't have to spend your money to get pizza bags. You don't have to. DoorDash sends Look, you a bag. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Hey, I, I want you're, somebody you're, to do a assuming, Dave Chappelle skit with Dave Chappelle stumping on a pizza bag. Bags. You're so assuming what? that people don't use their bags at all. A lot of people just I've don't lug them around. Bro, they, what did I just they have them in their see, cars. Here we go. Here, I do the same shit. I don't bring my pizza here's bag inside. I don't bring my red bag listen. inside. It's in my car. Don't listen. Here's your problem, Flex. You don't listen. I said specifically I work in a business that deals with DoorDash, and I've seen people come in with their little free DoorDash fucking bag and trying to shove a pizza in the little free bag that they get from DoorDash. So I know people it. aren't using them. I've seen I, it. I've seen, I've seen people. I've seen people. I'll just wrap up one point very quickly. So, starting so, to so, so, yes, um, I, know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Thank you. Very all right, much. I'll just wrap up very quickly. Um, so every driver that's a top earner right now earning the most money, every driver that's earning the, the smallest amount of money, barely scraping through, if legislation goes through or if a change goes through, the top earner is going to earn less. The bottom earners are going to learn, earn a little bit more. We're going to find a middle Gas point one. there. So it's going to be You're right. pissed off at the top. There's going to be people happy at the bottom. And, yeah, so we, we need to find where that happy point is. And that's me out. Hey, All if right, Chris. If, if, if there's brother. legislation, y'all, you know what you got to do? Adapt. That's what, what we're doing do, now. Right? Yes. Adapt. Don't be afraid to adapt. Don't let it yeah. stop. Because some legislation happened, don't be afraid of what may happen. Oh, it like all I hear is just a lot of I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that. All that stuff is in your mind. It so ain't even real. Something. Legislation is what limits your ability to do what you want. Legislation okay, limits this, you. I'm a royal on this one. I do not want the government involved. I don't, I don't. We wouldn't this whole company, all these companies, this independent contract labor rule is a result of. Of, of policy and, and legislation and policy changes that occurred in the uh, in, in the start of the Obama era. So what are we even talking about here? It's you, still not this, helping we nobody. wouldn't even be here having this discussion if it wasn't for legislation and policy. I don't know how that works, but uh, I know. Gig Bell told some final thoughts, Kevin, and then we're gonna let we're, we're gonna let Flex. Uh, yeah, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna bounce out, guys. I've got a blink my two concert in a couple of hours, so I'm gonna have a few drinks. Sans. All right, Grit. Peace out. Peace, Grit. So, Gig Bell told me. Oh, let me. Un I got to unmute you. Hold up. There we go. Go ahead. All right. Well, to for your point, the to bring up your point earlier. All right, the protests—they're coming from a good place. I truly believe that. I understand that, but. 
I also kind of agree with Roy that it's, it just seems like it's going to do a lot more favors for the ones who do this job terribly and do it wrong versus us who do this job right. And also to your point earlier, Pedro, uh, I think all the only thing the protests will really, I see accomplishing is forced legislation. And, and that happens. It's, it'll be absolutely rough in my market. I mean, oh, look yeah. what I saw that video you shared about the lady in Seattle, yeah. what's happening with her. And that will 100% happen here. We just, we won't see orders because of this forced legislation rule. And people will probably stop using the service because you know what DoorDash will do and, or Uber Eats for that matter. They will jack those fees right up, yeah. mm-hmm. which means less work for us. It, it could, you know, and it could, it could definitely mean that unless I, I just want yeah. that opportunity. So we might see less opportunity, hard to tell, but I think that we're going to start seeing that trend in some other cities. Um, Kevin, Final thoughts, my friend. Oh, hold on. Let me unmute you. Hold on. Sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. You're live. Final thoughts. Okay. Well, you know, first of all, um, I don't believe that we should have a level playing field. And uh, <clears throat> I I disagree about panhandling. We don't need a panhandle to these people that want to protest. And I got news for you. You want more money? You want your benefits? You want you want the kitten caboodle? Well, I'll tell you what. You know what you're going to get in return? You're going to get an email saying, hey, you can't go on whenever you want to. These are the hours you're going to have to work. And these companies will limit your hours. Okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. You won't be able to make $30, $40. And... I tell you one thing else. You're gonna have to take or you will have to take orders that you don't want to take. So you know what? Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Instead of instead of protesting and uh doing all that crap, hit that decline button. You wanna hurt these companies? Hit that decline button. Because right now, right now, the way it stands is they tell you plain out when you sign up, when you signed up for these apps, you can accept anything you want. You can decline anything you want. And they tell you up front and they tell you up front, you're going to have to use your own vehicle. You're going to have to pay for your own maintenance. And no, that lies regard, detected. no lies detected, man. In that regard, they are transparent. And it is not my responsibility, it's not your responsibility, Pedro's responsibility, or anybody else's responsibility to to dig yourself of a, out of a financial hole. Facts. And I, I hey, and, Kev, you, you speak the truth, man. And that's why a lot of us run our channels. Like I said, we run our channels, and I'm glad we had tonight's live because there are kind of like workshops, like the way Sergio, I mean the way uh Pedro works, the way I work. The way a lot of us gig tubers work, they're kind of like workshops to show people how you can decline and get away from trash and how you can build up your money. And that's what the protest is about. Build up your money. We know the apps are constantly trying to pay us less and less and less and less. So we've got to come up with strategies to make more. And the apps are seeing our strategies. They're getting upset about it. But like you said, if you're not in this game to make money, you're not going to make it. If you're looking for a handout, that handout may not be there. You're going to end up evicted. A lot of people get evicted because they're looking for something that ain't coming. 
Yeah, and if you ain't making the money to eat, if you ain't making the money to eat filet mignon, go make the money to eat your cube steak. And, and let's Real do shit. it that way. These, these people need to live in their means, man. Hey, you know, like hey, Roy, motherfucker, saw me on my videos. I'll be, I was boiling hot dogs the other night before I went out driving. I'm, I'm real shit. <laughs> and people need to take personal responsibility. All right, let's get to uh, the man on the moon. Flex some final words. The man Flex. on the moon. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that protest would work, man. There's too many people out there that want to make money. There's just way too many people out there. But I think the the just the vocality of how massive it went got the attention of a lot of people. And that's what a protest is. It's about attention. And yeah. I think a lot of people thought the, the protest was supposed to, like, shut the companies down and they go bankrupt in one day. No, a protest that's not going to happen. It's a yeah. systematic yeah, process. Yeah, it's a systematic process of raising awareness. So when somebody gets in my car and they go, hey, man, I heard you guys they ain't making a lot of money, man. I mean, I pay $82 for this ride. And I look at my upfront and be like, damn, you paid $82. I'm getting $36 for this. They be like, oh, shit, cancel this motherfucker and I give you $60. Bucks. I'm like, bet. You know, you, know what, you know what would happen before anything? They'll sell it. They'll sell it to Uber. What? DoorDash. They'll sell what, Lyft? DoorDash. DoorDash? Like DoorDash app we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Because all they would do is you they would sell it to like Uber. They'll, they'll never lose. They integrate systems. That's all they would do is sell it and integrate systems. That's what they did with that one alcohol place they, they bought. They bought it, tried to integrate systems. It didn't work, so they tanked it. And now you can do alcohol with Uber Eats. Uber bought Postmates. Yeah. Yep. At the end of yeah. the day, just do what you want to do. If you want to take personal time off, so that's what I'm going to call your protest, personal time off. Um, PTO. Then take personal time off. Let, let, let the people that want to work want to work. Uh, that's how it was. Um, like I said, you, you can worry about you can worry about Joe, John Doe, Jane Doe. You can worry about their pockets. I'm going to worry about my pockets first. Yeah. And I know then at the uh, same time, Roy, nobody was forcing no one to, uh, to stay home. You know what I'm saying? It was just a suggestion. And like, I didn't work because I saved up for it. I worked hard up to that point. And I said, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to run a live stream. I'm going to keep everybody company that's doing the protests or not. Because we said people will be out there driving, doing cash rides. There were people on my live stream that were out driving while they were, you know, doing cash rides or taking surge only rides. There was ways they were organizing it while they were letting people know this is why you're having a hard time being picked up tonight. There's a protest going on, blah, blah, blah. And they were just letting that connect. Oh, really? We didn't know that. I mean, people were making money hand over fist but like roy said a lot of people were benefiting who are just opportunists they don't give a shit either way they're opportunists sitting at the bottom waiting on shit to fall that's all they do they will never try to help out the industry by taking better rides they will always take shit rides they will always do like dumb transactions and they'll wait till we put the hard work for the better money and they just catch whatever's falling they'll always be that there will definitely always be that um gentlemen listen i appreciate each and every one of you that's been part of the show tonight jeff I tag you because I respect you. Even if we don't agree with it, I'm glad you're here. Thank you very much. Facts. Okay. Facts, brother. A lot of respect for you over there, man. Uh, a lot of respect, brother. Uh, thank you for coming on. Hoodie Smurf, I appreciate your perspective. You're challenging me. I really, really appreciate you coming up on the show tonight. Roy, thank you very much. Chris from Australia, thank you. Uh, Gig Bell Tolls, my man, Kevin. Kevin, they want. They say you should be the president of my channel. I think I'm going to reach out to you. I think <laughs> Because Kevin's Fire Marshal Bill. Kevin Hell Bill. yeah. Kevin, always <laughs> I appreciate all of you guys. Flex, appreciate you joining. Uh, gentlemen, I'm okay. going to 
October. Thank you guys very much for coming out. No problem, well, you have brother, a great brother, brother. Brother. And I will say one thing. I will say one thing about Roy. You know, me and Roy, we may not agree on a lot of things, but Roy is old school. And that's what a lot of people take him the hard way. I grew up with people like Roy, so I know how Roy thinks. He's a whole, old school, hard nose, get the shit done, shut up, don't talk to me type of person. That's who I grew up with, somebody like that. The new age of people are not going to take Roy right because they don't. Roy's not a mean person. He's He's just very brash. He's real. He's 100 with it. So when he says something, he's not saying it from a bad place. He's saying it from a place of experience because it's worked for him to get him to the point where he's at in life right now. And he says, this is what it's going to take to make it in this cruel ass world. You think it's mean in them streets out there? Shit. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, heard, I've, I've, I've learned the hard way, too. I learned the hard way when I ended up homeless because I got deactivated from one of these fucking platforms. So I've learned yeah. the hard way. I've done it the right way. I've made lots of money doing it. And I've learned the hard way of what happens when you fuck up. So, yeah, it's it's, it's coming just personal. It, it, my, my thing, personal responsibility. It's all about you first. If you can't love yourself you can't love other people and the fact that you don't want to have a pizza bag you don't want to do you don't want to take your job serious shows you don't love yourself enough so why the hell are you standing next to other people trying to show them love if you can't show love to yourself and take your and it's simple shit like taking a pizza bag to me is simple but we as drivers we're wiping our wheels we're cleaning our seats we're cleaning the fucking floors we take this shit serious we don't just roll up in pieces of shit like when my car people all it looks like every ride i do damn near looks like my car they're the first ride because we take it that serious yeah, we wipe these cars down. And I'm not and, and as a rideshare driver, uh you we all done rideshare. Um, I don't wait till a person pukes in my car to put puke bags in it. That's just ignorant. You be prepared, yeah. be prepared, be prepared for your job. Yep, yep. Just, you know, these people go out here thinking, Oh, well, I saw Pedro makes forty dollars an hour. I saw Jeff making eighty dollars an hour. So shit, I'm gonna get in my car and go make eighty dollars an hour. No, you're not. It don't you're work not. like that. Because if you were already capable of making that eighty dollars an hour or forty dollars an hour, you'd already be doing it. You would have been doing yeah. it. And it's hard to do it because you got to like, I'm helping my man, Nick. He just moved here and he's living in Scottsdale for his first couple of weeks. He had no idea what he was doing. Now this dude's driving like a veteran already because you got to listen to somebody who's in that market. He thought he was going to come here and make what we make. It didn't work like that. We sat down with him, told him exactly how to hit these streets, how to do stuff. And now he's doing like shit better than us because he can stay out longer. You know, that's that's what it is. But like you said, just like out here in Vegas, but when I started doing Lyft, I didn't do the strip for a long time because I just didn't feel like it. But guess what? When I decided, hey, I want to do the strip and stuff, guess what I did? I took a day off. I went to every hotel in Las Vegas to find the pickup spot, the drop-off spot, everything. That is called learning your shit. So when I get the ride, yeah. So when I get the ride to Caesar's Palace, I'm not driving around looking like the dumb dumb on the app trying to figure out where I'm supposed to go. So yeah, it's a lot of these people that are out here protesting, they just don't take it serious. Like I said, they just go out there, think they can automatically make the money that we make. Um, but no, it's it's yeah. learning a lot of shit and they don't want to learn it. That's why they're standing out there wanting it given to them. At yeah. The end of the day. And I see that's that point, man. I see that point. I see it. All and right, so like I, I said, it, it was an aspect that I didn't even see that I didn't really think about. But I see what you're saying. There are people like that. They yeah. will sit around and, and look for the fruits of labor that they didn't even do. Yeah, exactly. And it's exactly. like, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Gentlemen, so uh, I'm going to say good night, guys. Appreciate peace you guys. Out. Peace you. out, Jeff. Have a good one. All right, brother. All right, y'all. Peace out, my man. Thank you, Pedro. Thank All right, you. Roy, you be easy, my man. Thanks, Once man. again, hey, thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate that. Much love, thank much you. respect. Thank you. All right. So Jeff from his channel was Uber Jeep AZ, and now it's the Mike Drop Barbecue. Yeah, the Mike Drop Barbecue. Go check him out. 
Um, he's actually was from St. Louis. So, and that's where I'm at. So he knows a lot of the streets and the, the areas that I'm in. So um, I'm glad we had that conversation tonight. You know, I didn't know what to expect, who would want to sh- come up on the panel and talk and, and share their perspective and debate or whatever. Um, dialogue is always good, right? We're not going to change any problems. We're not going to fix the world. We're not going to, but dialogue is good. Respectful dialogue is important, right? Um, and I said why I think it's not going to be good long term. And I think we're thinking about moments. And other people said that. And, and the people that protested or striked shared their opinion as to, hey, I'm trying to uplift people. We got exploitation here. We need transparency. We need the only way you're going to get changed is if you do protest. And there's some there's definitely something to be said for that. Right. And history shows that. I just don't know if what we're doing now is going to be the way to get to that good point. I'm not sure. I don't have the answers. You know, um, I definitely don't have the answers. Um, but you know, some of the, the content that I saw, the people that were out there and the honking the horns and it's cool. Like you can tell there's a buzz there. Right. But man, I just, you know, for me, it just looked like, it looked like a bad representation, not in numbers, but some of the people that are talking, they, they we look weak and I don't want consumers thinking we're weak. And I know there are a lot of people out there that are, are struggling in the gig economy and they were wrongfully deactivated. They see two and three dollar fares, which is stupid. But like, you don't have to take that shit. And I'm I'm the king of no tip, no trip. I literally am the king of no tip, no trip. Nobody got more videos about no tip, no trip than me. Not one person. Okay, so I complain about it. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I might cry in my car tomorrow. Not really, but you guys see what I'm saying about a, a clown seven dollar Instacart for two hundred items. But I'm not gonna take that shit. I'm not gonna take it and then complain. And then want them to give me more money. We have to start hitting the climb. Um, we're not reaching enough people, you know. Between all the videos this, uh, you know, this week, let's say, we're probably at. I would say all the content creators, the media outlets, you know, you're at several hundred thousand views. Several hundred thousand views. Maybe with every video, we 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 could have had a million views. I would not be surprised if all the news channels, the content creators million views in the last week talking about this that's a million views is a million views so if that did touch a couple customers maybe they, they got out of their pocketbook their wallet their satchel whatever handed that driver a 20 because they felt some type of way that's good for that driver but that's still just a moment how do we get past the moment and move to sustainable good positive future in the gig economy listen i hate to be negative i don't know if we'll get there does it need to be perfect I don't think we're asking for perfect necessarily, but does it need to be? I don't know. Should we have transparency? Absolutely. In some cities that have gotten it, I think there's some benefit there. But when we when we want something, they're going to take something. We've seen that. They're very reactive. We're talking about David versus Goliath. Goliath's got a lot of money. And all I got is 74,000 subscribers. You know what I'm saying? The biggest YouTube channel that talked about this, they didn't get a million views. It took it took it took literally 60 different channels. I would say between content creators, content creators with multiple videos, ABC, NBC, BBC, but it took 60 different channels to get a million views. We need one person to get a million views viral right away. Then it's on TikTok. And it's not, that's the only way it's going to work. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. That could, people could look at that and say, Pedro, you're being pessimistic, you're being negative. You're only worrying about yourself. You might not be wrong. You might not be wrong. But the one thing about this channel is I've tried to help a lot of people not just think about gig work. I think we're too focused on a $2 order. We're too focused on a $9 ride. That's going to take 40 minutes. 
We're too focused on does he have a pizza bag? Is he wearing chancletas? Does he have sandals? What's the uh, uh, is he dressed? Is you know, like we're too focused on insignificant things. I think if the protesters that we're gonna protest five days every, you know, every year, let's say there's five every year, which I think is a realistic number, four or five a year that are planned. We got more, we got another four planned. We have one this year, we got four more planned. If we did something with the other 361 days versus focusing on the four and trying to have an impact that way, I think we'd be better served individually. And then as more individuals are better served, the community of drivers gets stronger because now we're making more money. We're spending more money. We're feeling better. We're making better positive content because we're not sitting in our car stressed about these $2 runs, these $9 fares, airport trip, 40 minutes. When you can level up and try to figure out how to not have DoorDash and Uber be your 100% of your income. I've been fucking goddamn saying it for two years now. When your focus when all your income is coming from DoorDash and Uber, this is what you get. You get protests. You get people who have been doing this for 20 years and they're mad that they're making less money or the same money. It's because you're doing easy work for 20 years. That's why you're getting the results you're getting. How do we, how do we get past that? How do we get past that? That's all I'm trying to say here. Like, how do we get past wanting a 25 cents more? How do we figure out how to make $25,000 more next year? I'm not worried about pennies. We're worrying about pennies and, and little dollars. We got to focus on things that are more sustainable. And I'm not sure. I'm not saying I know, but I'm not sure if this is going to get us to that point individually. I don't know. It's fun to talk about. I love talking to people that think differently, have a different marketplace, different perspective, can challenge one another. I think it's really good. We need more of it. So I'm glad we were able to do some of that tonight for sure. Um, I think I've got 20% left on the phone without a charger. So we're going to go a little bit more. I want to read some comments, um, give some shout outs. Okay. Appreciate everybody for coming up. Um, appreciate all the super chats, you guys, the likes, all that. Appreciate y'all. Um, definitely like this content. Let's share it out. Um, you know, on, 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 uh, before I give some shout outs on Wednesday, Valentine's Day, my part was, and I was going a little crazy, but I did a seven hour stream, 35,000 views on that. Now, a lot of those views are only two or three minutes, but that was my part for the protest. I don't have to agree with everybody. But I could do my part, whether it's to get my ideals out, my message, what I think we should be thinking about. Or if you agree with the protests and strikes, then you 35,000 people saw that. Nobody else did that. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not against everybody. I just want us to look at things a little bit differently. I want us to look at it a little bit differently. And the only way we can do that is to bring people together that think differently so we can all look at it differently. And we we take pieces of what I might have said and what Jeff and Roy and everybody else and Kevin and and hoodie, like we have to listen more, right? I think a lot of us as a protest, they just want to talk, 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 but they're not, they're not listening. And they're saying they'd be deactivated 12 times. Cap, that's a lie. Ain't nobody been deactivated 12 times. So when we have that as the media representation of us, it's not a good look. So how do we get a better representation? I think the next time, if it, when it continues, we got to have better representation. Nothing wrong with the emotion and the, 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 that's good for the media. Okay. It's good for the media. Okay. So we got, we got somebody crying out there and on ABC news about them taking $2 runs and they can't pay the mortgage. I'm going to be sad to see that, but the media will eat that shit up, but that's not how we should be feeling and acting. It's not. All right. Uh, Stoffel Badger, Gig Gal, Pit Star, Tammy, 
I'm going I'm to read through these names. Real talk. Uh, Queen, appreciate you. Cray Cray. Ran, ran, uh, Rangel, Rangel? 75. Taqueen, what's up, man? Bruce, deliver with Ellen. Uh, Tammy, Kevin, San, Santi, Santis, Backwardsman, Tammy, Penny. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's see. Dashing Womble, Queen, David Shen, Pitstar, Big Car, what's up, man? Appreciate you being here. Rhonda, I'm trying to just. Any other new name I see? Cheeky Chops. What's up? What's up? What's up? Santa's Earth. Santi's Earth. Whatever that says. Kim. Um, Warren Cash. What's up? Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Coach, whoever that is. Appreciate you for being here. Thank you. Mike Job Barbecue. Appreciate it, man. Uh, J-Dub 517. Uh, I think I've got Dig, Dig God Farter. <laughs> Matt. Ricky Moss. I'm, I'm trying to see everybody's name. Nomadic, I think I said yours already. James, what's up, what's up? Um, Queens, a queen, Penny. Yeah, a lot of same people commented, but I appreciate y'all. Dash the Life of White, appreciate you. Ron Boots, JS Investing, what's up? Appreciate you for being in here. Eric, what's up, man? Appreciate you. I think I got through a lot of names. So, yeah, you know, we're not fixing the world's problems tonight, but, I, you know, obviously this is a uh, on Sundays, you know, we have the most long-running live shows in the gig. Like, this is the most consistent. This is the hottest topic in the gig economy right now. Right, right along with the migrants, and obviously after that's the pay or whatever. But everybody's talking about it, so I, I felt like it was fitting to talk about it, see who wanted to come up, bring the other side. You know, I talk about sitting at the table. Hey, Tony, you see this Uber, Lyft? What? Listen, I've done Uber, Lyft. I've done rideshare. I've done enough. I got, an, I got enough in my market. Okay, I don't have the biggest channel, but I got a decent voice. I sit at the table. I will come out to your headquarters on my dime, Monday through Friday, business hours, baby. Nine to five every day. I'll sit at the table. You can ask me any question. I'll answer them honestly. I'd like to ask you all some questions. I'd like to make some progress in that way. I ain't going to have no damn sign in my hand. I ain't going to bring nobody with me but myself. Just me. You want somebody else there? Cool. I want to sit at the table. That's how we can get change done, I think. That's how we can get the... Legis the 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 not not the legislation. That's how we can get maybe wrongful deactivations. I'm not even the pay thing. I'm not going in there wanting to. I'm not going in there sitting at the table, Tony, saying I want more money. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna hear that from me. But I'll tell you things I don't want to see. I don't ever want to see a two dollar order, and that's fair. Pull me at the table. Shit. I'll ask Jeffy wants to come out. I'll ask Torson. I'll ask Sergio. Put us four there. We can figure some shit out. Trust me. You put us four dudes at that table for a week, Monday through Friday. We, we can figure some things out for some drivers. For every driver, the good ones, the crappy ones, the pigeons, the kings, the wolves, the bandits, all of us. There's certain things that we should all just respectfully get. And I get that. But I don't want no politician at that motherfucking table. That's what I want to stop. I hope you all understand that. You don't have to agree with me. I don't want Trump. I don't want Biden. I don't want Vivek, Nikki, Bernie. I don't want none of those people sitting at a table talking for me about something they've never done. All these motherfuckers were born with silver spoons, every single last one of them. I don't want some legislation person from Colorado, Seattle, Cali. I don't want somebody I've never met representing me. I've talked to Jeff. I've met Sergio a couple times. I've met Torson. People that I have met, broke bread, I shook your hand, I looked you in the eyeball. We don't have to like each other. We don't have to agree. 
but I don't want no politician at the table. That's what I'm trying to avoid. And I think that that's where we're headed. Now, am I worried about legislation being rapid fast, going to be in a lot of places? No, I'm not worried. But it doesn't mean, because we got, I want less government. I, I want, I've always said that, whether it's with striking or whatever else, taxes or, I want less. And I think if we get what we want, if some people get what they want, that means that, that means it's going to come with some legislation. I do not want that. I don't want I don't want not 0.0001% of it. Think about what that's done for us, man. It's either made people lazy and comfortable, which is a bad two bad things to be consistently. So can it be lazy and comfortable on your day off, week of vacation, feet and sand, corona in your hand? That's different. But I think what we've done is when you have too much government, too much legislation, too much pandering to the weak. And I know there's a lot of weak people out there. But let me tell you something. My father was born in Puerto Rico. It's not a state. But, you know, he came over here legally because it's it's a uh, what do you call it? Uh, not even a commonwealth, but it's a, it's 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 here. It's not like crossing the border from Mexico and there could be some issues. No issues when you're born in Puerto Rico. My mother was born in Puerto Rico, came over here. My dad had nothing, man. Didn't have shoes sometimes. Burnt his house down as a kid on accident with his two with his siblings. They had nothing. Parents weren't there. Nothing. My dad's from the dirt. My mom didn't have much either. So I, I come from nothing, man. Government cheese line, five years old, government cheese. But we got out of that shit. Because my dad ain't no bitch. He ain't no sucker. You see, my dad's a hustler. He's a man. He's a family man. He's going to figure it out. My dad worked three, four jobs for about four or five years. When I was mm, between the ages of like probably 12, 13 to about 18. The man hustled. That's where I want us to be. You don't need to do it forever. So all these drivers out here driving for 20 years and now they're mad and this, I've been deactivated 12 times. That's on you. How do we get out of that employee mindset? We need employees and there's great employees. I've been an employee. Hey, I might be an employee one day in my life. I have no idea. Things happen. I'm not going to sit around and, and, and look for somebody else to do something for me. I do. I, what I'm trying to stop is from a politician to sit at a table and talk for me. I don't want a union delegate doing that trying to get their pockets fat. I don't want none of that. But I'll sit at the table by myself or with somebody else that'll sit with me that's, a, that's an actual driver. I'll, I'll go out there tomorrow. If, if I wake up and I got a DoorDash email, hey, this is a representative from Tony, this is a representative from Dara, we saw a live by chance, you know what, what do you got to say? If that's how the email ends, my response is, I'll see you today, I'm on a plane ticket right now. I go upstairs and tell Madison, hey babe, I got, a, I got some business to handle. I told my audience, this is what I would do. This is what happened. I'll see you next Monday. And she'd be, all right, babe, I got you. Just call me every day. And I'm gone. Is that going to happen? Extremely unlikely. Not going to happen. Not big enough. But I'll put that out there publicly. Because I don't want somebody else talking for me that's never met me, that, that, that wants votes. We got to take care of each other. But the more we protest, we can take care of each other at a, at a picket line or a protest or a barbecue or whatever, right? But if these politicians start getting wind that there's enough people that are angry, they're going to want to team up with us. That's what I'm trying to avoid. And I hope y'all, some, I hope some of y'all can at least respect that. I don't want the protesters. I don't want people taking two dollar rides and doing this. I don't want that for y'all. But you got to stop doing it. Like, I feel old now. What's up, Queen Katie? So that, that that's that's what I had in my mind tonight. Really good lot. Appreciate all y'all for thumbsing it up. Appreciate the, the panelists for coming on. Um, definitely like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. 
um, 40 isn't old by any means. <laughs> no, it's not old. You're only as old as you feel. There's some 28-year-olds that are super old. I know people that are 60 that can kick their ass. You know what I'm saying? So you're only as old as you feel. But um, appreciate y'all very, very much. I already have a video that I filmed today that will be out tomorrow, a little sneak peek. It's about Instacart. It's about the customer app and my experience and the price difference. So I think it's going to be a little bit interesting for some of you guys. A um, little different type of video. That'll be out tomorrow. Um, listen, it's... And I want, and also in, in closing, I want us to get to the point because we're going to have the same shit's going to happen next year, right? So how do we, you know, how do we start doing better for ourselves, man? You know, we got to start doing better for ourselves before we can worry about the next man. And I think some of the people worrying about the next man, maybe they're doing all right. So I get why they have that empathy for somebody. They don't want people to be taken advantage of. But I, I see a lot of people that want to spark change and hold a sign and they ain't even got their own shit together and they're trying to like i think they're just trying to band together to make one equal whole you know what i'm saying it just it seems weird to me in this space i'm all for down injustices and other ways and that's different but in this space i don't know man i don't know but i'll keep talking about it because it's going to keep happening sometimes and i always give my opinion and as things change as i learn more maybe my opinion shifts a little bit i'm not i'm not against that you guys should know that from this channel i've talked about different things I've had different opinions as things change. The apps change. Consumer spending habits change. My needs change. A lot of things change. The apps stay very similar, but then there's changes within them. But outside of the apps, a lot of things change. And, you know, I always come on and um, talk about those changes. And I'm not always right, and that's okay, too. So appreciate all y'all for being in the chat tonight. Um, I didn't know how long this would be, but I think this is an appropriate amount of time. Y'all have a great rest of the night. If you're out there listening, you're driving, please be safe. Make good decisions. Make your money. And when you get home, or if you're home right now and you got your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your kids, give them a hug, give them a kiss, because that's we're doing this for them, right? And that's what's most important. Let's not lose focus of that. You guys have a great night.